0: It's alive. it's alive, it's alive, it's alive,
1: Dominic Lawton
0: can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult.
1: Christmas, you bunch of bastards, and welcome to the Bad Movie Cool Podcast. And what the fuck have we got for you this year, eh? Well, I mean, last year we did Santa with Muscles. (laughs) We did, yeah. What an absolutely cinematic masterpiece that was. And continuing the trend, let's do another film with the main actor has a lot of muscles, but maybe this time, maybe he's not Santa. Uh It's the 1996 Brian Levant film... Jingle all the way. Yes! Every holiday season, there's one toy
0: everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the walking orange jetpack, and the boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream.
2: Whoever doesn't can be a real loser.
0: Finding it... You got the doll, right? ...is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, Howard, sir. Especially on Christmas Eve. <laughs> christmas spirit the last one just left no it's two fathers this is one one mission oh poor baby (laughs) and every man for himself from the director of mrs doubtfire you want a turbo man for christmas forget it i'm not gonna sit in your lap arnold schwarzenegger sinbad i work for the post office and i'm unstable This man is totally insane. Thank you! Jingle all the way. You picked the
1: wrong day. IMDB rating, Ken, 5.7 out of 10. Yep, I'm happy with that. Rotten Tomatoes rating Mm -hmm. of 19%. Bullshit. Instead of a plot... Summary, Ken. I've got a plot synopsis for you that I want to read out for you. Go for it. I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. Mattress salesman Arnold Schwarzenegger tries juggling work and family life with the latter getting the raw deal. (laughs) He catches red heat from his wife. fuck's sake. (laughs) For not turning up to his son's karate tournament, accusing him of treating them like they are expendables. Catching red heat from his wife sounds like she's got an incredibly dry vagina. (laughs) Expendables is fucking nowhere. Nobody says Expendables in real life in a sentence, unless they're talking about the film. He asks his son what he wants for Christmas. Batman and Robin, he asks. (laughs) Fuck off. What is this shit? What are you reading? No, you silly bollocks, says Junior. (laughs) I'm not happy about this. I I want a turbo man. I'm kind of thinking you've written this yourself, Dom. Of course I have, yeah. Fucking hell. That's why I'm reading it. His wife asks, You got the doll right? That's true, lies Arnold. True lies. Trying to terminate her doubts. But he actually hasn't. Arnold devises an escape plan to leave the house early on Christmas Eve, deciding to ditch his boxer shorts and go commando, as he heads out in search of the year's most sought-after toy. Along the way, he twins with postal worker Simbad, who, like Arnold, needs the toy to save his relationship with his kid, whilst Arnold needs it to make it up to his wife and erase her fears of him being a distant dad for the sixth-day running man.
0: <laughs> okay, now <laughs> right,
1: I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Fucking hated the rest, but those those us, that's rapid fire. That's good, so brandedly. Neighbour and sexual predator, Phil Hartman. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, is sniffing around Arnold's wife, attempting to sabotage the marriage and swoop her off her feet in the aftermath. So a couple of deep dives for you there. Couple is that of... it? Are you finished? No. Oh, By the end of day's play... Will Arnold give it the old college try and win one for the Gipper? Or will it be less a college try and more a kindergarten (laughs) (laughs) cop-out? You fucking idiot. I fucking hate you. (laughs) You cunt. It's
0: alive! It's alive! It's alive!
1: Got some keywords for you, Ken. Yeah, I'll take anything after that. Father disappoints child. (laughs) <laughs> that's on, one these, of ken's uh, keywords So these keywords for the film or are you just having a go at me kicked in the groin again <laughs> is this me man versus reindeer we've all been there man I'd, I'd watch that imagine that in a film just that as a title i'd watch it yeah i would chased by a reindeer it's a sequel yeah and punching a reindeer in the face the end of the trilogy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very quick, is it? It's very brief. One tagline for you. Yep, go on. Two dads, one toy, no prisoners. <laughs> oh, I, was going to say I that's mean that horrible. was one of your films. <laughs> 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 oh dear! Oh crikey! <laughs> uh, okay, yep, yeah, whatever. All the background's done. Should we crack into this bastard or what? You better believe it. So we open with a Power ranger style kids' TV show. Yep. It's Turbo Man. Sidekick booster who no one likes, as we've mentioned. Whilst watching this again, I, I realise that the, um, this TV show that we're watching actually mimics the end of the movie pretty much. More on that later. How have you not noticed that? What are you talking about? Fucking grown man, how have you not picked that up? I, I, I don't really care about Turbo Man. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I yeah. watch this every year with my son. He's oh, yeah. now 16. One day, he's going to say, do we have to? Yeah. But until then, I'm going to fucking watch it again this year. Uh, young Jamie's watching the show. He's jumping around. He's cheering and shit. And uh, my first note is the mom's a bit dressed up to go watch a karate demo. Yeah, well, she doesn't go out that often, does she? Don't know. Well, no, she doesn't. How do you know? Because uh, she's neglected or feels neglected by a... Uh, massive fucking husband <laughs> yeah that's uh that's liz uh her son of course is uh anakin skywalker yeah but loves turbo man how far off is that maybe a couple of years um 96 i think this, so... so this is 96 uh, 99 God. was it yeah I something like that when i went to watch that yeah um liz is played by rita wilson who's the wife of tom hanks And she tells him it's nearly time to leave, but Jamie wants to wait for his dad, saying that his dad misses everything. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing he doesn't miss, Ken. What's that? A sale. A gym session. (laughs) And also (laughs) a gym session. (laughs) Uh, We cut to Mattress Salesman HQ, and it's the Christmas party. It's in full swing. Uh, But still up in the office is Howard Langston. It's Arnie, and he's on the phone to Mr. Jacobs. Of course he is. Hello, Mr. Jacobs. Hello, Mr. Jacobs.
0: Hello, Mr. Jacobs. Oh, yes, we've been busy, but you know, I like that. I hear you. Yes, so what can I do for you? 200 king size per next Friday? No problem whatsoever, but only for you, Mr. Jacobs, because you're our number one customer.
1: Who would have thought that the busiest time for mattress sales would be Christmas? Howard Langston, that's yeah, it. That's because it, man. it is. It's the busiest time of the year, he sings. It's the most busiest time of the year. Come on. Come on. Sing it with me. Come, come on. Come on. Buy the mattress, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but who'd have thought though? Imagine that. Mattress sales. Absolute skyrocket. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Here's a fucking mattress. You Imagine that wrapped up under the tree. Here's a mattress, you shit. Imagine <laughs> wrapped under the tree. Who's <laughs> gonna <done> that? are <laughs> like, we're surprised. Yeah. Fucking hell, who's wrapping up a mattress for Christmas? Surprise, bitches. <laughs> uh, during the phone call, his secretary's been wasting company time by writing cue cards out, telling him he's going to be late for Jamie's karate demo. And uh, wasting cards and uh, pen. Mm-hmm. Ink. So what can I do for you, Mr. Jacobs? That's <laughs> what he says. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Jacobs ain't happy anyway. wants more fucking mattresses. Yeah, he wants 200 of the bastards. It's Christmas, you dick. He says, no problem. Whatsoever. Well, <laughs> he delivers it a bit better than that. What's the weather? What's no problem. What's the weather? <laughs> but only for you, Mr. Jacobs. Because you're my number one customer. And he says that to every person who rings. Of course, he does. It's comedy gold. We had a little montage: various conversations with him and his uh, clients. He's recalling start due to correct color, uh, incorrect colors. Um, this is as action-packed as any of his early movies. This is fucking Christmas Eve, isn't it? Yeah. Is no, it? no. Uh, the day we, before. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. right. Okay. So this is the last last um, opportunity to order more mattresses. Yeah. Before he, yes. before um, they go off. Uh, christmas i guess it's the most mattress filled (laughs) time of the year at one point people bring him stuff to sign and he does actually sign arnold schwarzenegger does he yes he does (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what i do if you you, (laughs) use me too yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's why none of my fucking bank stuff my checks bounce (laughs) yeah but honestly yeah if, if you have a look he does uh he signs it arnold schwarzenegger he's on the phone at the time so maybe he was distracted But whether he was really on the phone or just script. I'll sign this. I'll sign it. Bring it to me. I will sign it for you. Merry Christmas, Mr. Jacobs. (laughs) Who is on the line right now? (laughs) Identify yourself. (laughs) How's Wolfie? (laughs) That's what he says all the way through this. Yeah, he gets a call eventually from Lizzie's wife asking where he is. And she's phoned him at the office. So take a fucking guess, asshole. That's what he says when he picks it from his vision, (laughs) like, you know, the red vision eye he's got. Yeah, he has, yeah. He promises he'll be there in time for Jamie's class and calls her his number one customer. Oh, dear. uh, At this point, we get the first wide-eyed Arnie. Yeah. Yeah, we get that quite a lot in this film. It's his comedy face. Yeah. That I I like to refer to it as. It's when he's suddenly out of his element. We get a lot of that in the opening bits of this film, Wide-Eyed Arnie. There is a lot of it, and then... Smash, bang, right at the end. We'll get more to that later on, but uh, yeah, yeah, we do. We get a lot of... It's Wide-Eyed Arnie, as I like to call him. Yeah. Um, Howard, he takes off, but hits traffic just as we see the karate class start, and we get our first look at Howard's wife, Liz... And the late great Phil Hartman, who is perfect in this role as Ted, the sleazy neighbor. Yeah, superb, isn't it? He's got all the housewives fucking him. I can't decide if he's already banged them all or not. Uh, one gives him cookies. The other has to come fix his porch light. Uh, I've got just the tool for the job. He says, "This is all dialogue that Ken's very familiar with." <laughs> Indeed. Do you reckon he's he's shagged these already, or is he? Yes. Yeah, he yes, seems he like has, it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, because he pulls that face. He, put, he pulls the sleazy... <laughs> <laughs> Tom's just pulled a face, uh, which is in no way the face. <laughs> 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 like, like the mask when he sees Cameron Diaz for the first time. Yeah, he does, yeah. <laughs> No, he doesn't, know no. He just pulls a sleazy face, like a, a knowing face. You know, like, there's a... There's a... <laughs> Stop pulling fucking faces. No, none Pulled of those face faces... Pull a face and Ken just stared at me for a second and carried on. None of those on. fucking faces at all. <laughs> no, the, um... There's a fucking... <laughs>
0: It's alive! It's alive! It's alive!
1: alive. Howard decides to drive on the hard shoulder to get past the traffic. Ends up getting pulled over by a motorcycle cop. And no, it's not the T-1000. No, No. That would have been clever, though. Yeah. Or Rotor. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been superb. I had a wrench. I had a horse. I had a mattress. (laughs) Mattress due for delivery on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Thankfully I was his number one customer. (laughs) Thanks to Howard. I've got a bet. One day at a time. Too much cold iron
2: will kill you if you can't make up your mind.
0: Cold iron. We've all got plenty of time to figure out what this means to each one of us.
1: One day at a time. One mattress at a time. (laughs) But yeah, even worse than the T-1000 or Rotor, it's Robert Conrad. It is, yeah, that is worse. He's Officer Hummel. Robert Conrad, obviously, from the Wild Wild West, played the role that Will Smith went on to play in the film. Wiki, wiki, wiki. I think he originally did that song. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He forces him to do a sobriety test after catching him speeding up on the hard shoulder there. Yeah, he's not overly uh, sympathetic, is he, to the karate story? No. No. Shame. That's the police force for you. Yeah. Uh, And because of all this, he ends up missing the karate class. I mean, Jamie has a little glance at the door. Um, To be honest, he gets that belt for pretty much fuck all, doesn't he? Yeah. I, when I was watching it, I was like, I bet Ken's got something to say about yeah, this. Yeah, he gets that for fucking nothing. Breaking just a little just for box. For turning up. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like for, I don't know, breaking an egg in his hand. It's a box made so, of like balsa wood. Something, something. Breaking an egg in his hand. <laughs> it's nothing, is it? Yeah. It might as well just like walk in the room and get a belt. Yeah, Ken had to kill a man for his green belt. Damn right. A purple belt. It was the purple belt for killing, yeah. 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 Green belt was for planting a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Every <laughs> to birthday. Commemorate, <laughs> to commemorate the corpse. Yeah. <laughs> He gets home to see Ted up on on his roof, adding Christmas lights. Howard's is, roof, not it Ted. It's, it's absolutely heartbreaking, though, isn't it? The look at the look on the little Anakin's face, yeah, when he sees that his dad's not there, like he promised he would be. Mm. This kind of thing, as a parent, absolutely heart wrenching. For myself, I always fear disappointing my children. Obviously, I've already done that with my son. So yeah, that bit's passed, but I fear disappointing my my other child. <laughs> I'm all right you're disappointing the. Eldest. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I could disappoint him more. I could try. You certainly try. <laughs> I don't think I have to. If you're out there listening, son, sorry I didn't make it to your karate class. I was selling mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> it's the busiest time of the year. <laughs>
0: It's alive! It's alive! It's alive!
1: It's alive. Uh, he explains to Liz about the traffic and the speeding ticket. But she you don't give a fuck about that. No, she says, you don't explain it to me, you need to explain it to your son. He's like, Jamie, I got caught speeding, <laughs> I have a traffic ticket. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jamie's in there, he's turned to the dark side. Yeah. Uh, he's got a big red lightsaber right up there in Ooh. the middle of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah, he's polishing that. He goes into the front room to see him, and we get given the uh, high body line, which I yeah. really like. He's blanking him. Yeah. That's horrible. Horrible from the sun. Yeah. Nothing hurts more than that. When he goes upstairs and slams the door in his dad's face on yeah. killed men for less. Yeah. And he does go and kill his son <laughs> for exactly that. He walks into the room and maybe gives us the best scene of the film here where he tries to Jesus. show an interest in his son's fucking scene. <laughs> in his karate belt. He says, this is really
0: cool. <laughs>
1: oh, is this it?
0: Wow. This is really cool. How do you do this? Like this? No, I know. Like this. What do you think, Jamie? How about this, huh? Mm.
1: You can try that, incidentally. Try that at home. Try the, uh, this is really cool. <laughs> Give that a go at home. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to try and do. Mm-hmm. Every line that Arnie says in this film, if you want to try and do that film, uh, the the line in his voice, you will enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, he ends up tying it around his head. He does a Bruce Lee like kung fu noises. Does a crane kick. Uh, Jamie tells him how important Purple is to him. It's one away from Green and three away from Black Dad. Yeah, Black Dad, of course, was a Bill Cosby film in the. Uh... <laughs> Not as popular as he used to be. Um <laughs> Of course, uh, Arnie doing Bruce Lee noises, uh, that's that's Kung Fu, not karate. So he's confused the um the disciplines once again. Yeah. And uh fallen into the uh, the lazy racism trope that they often do. That Ken fell into with the black Dad joke just then <laughs> It's easily fallen into. We've all done it. Yeah, and you know when he says, like, uh, yeah, he says, uh, I saw you got yellow, yeah, but you missed blue and all that stuff. So what the fuck were the other kids there still wearing yellow belts? But He was wearing yellow. So yeah, so, so, so Arnie saw his last one. So if, if they're in for their graduation after having already passed blue, why are they all still wearing yellow fucking belts? Is it something wrong with the karate school? Do they not have the correct colour belts? Why, is yellow before blue? Yeah. Oh, of course it fucking is. <laughs> I have no idea. You amateur. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, but uh, it's what he could have asked. Well, is yellow's before blue. Yeah. Oh, because he says you missed blue. Yeah, but he says, I saw you got yellow. Yeah. And he says, yeah, but you missed blue. Yeah. So blue is after yellow. Right. Yeah, so why is he still wearing fucking yellow when he went for the Yeah, that's thing? true. Good point. Yeah, Jamie. You idiot. Answer me, Jamie. Come on. <laughs> Why are you wearing yellow belt? I was going to say, because if that's true, he, he saw his last one. Give the fucking dad a, a break. He works hard. Yeah, so fuck off, Jamie. Mm. With your fucking belts. You're wearing the wrong belt anyway. I said, my note is uh, they're in a massive fucking house for a mattress salesman. He clearly works his bollocks off. He was If he was at that Christmas party uh, earlier having a good time and missed his son's thing, that would be one thing. But he was working. He was working. I mean, it's <sighs> to be honest with you. I feel for him. I feel for Howard because uh, I've done the same thing, except uh, not been selling stuff and uh, not actually been working. But I've, I've gone to the pub before, <laughs> and I've been late yes. home, mm. and uh, so you know, I'm exactly the same situation. You know, like, do you we, want a nice house, Jamie, or do you want a, do you want your dad at the fucking karate class? Yeah, it's up to you, you. Or do you want me to watch you break an egg in your hand? Yeah, exactly. Whatever the fuck it is that you're doing for this stupid belt. Do you want me to afford to get your Christmas presents, or is it just all right that I'm just there? Yeah. Because either way, you're probably going to be scarred for I life. I'll tell you what, I will be there, but we'll be out of the house yeah. by New Year. Your mum clearly can't doesn't it. work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have to. She's married to Tom Hanks. But, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So if the, the the end of all of this is rather than uh, worry about not being there, what he says is, I'll tell you what, I'll buy you a really good present instead, and then you can forget all about me being a bit of a shit dad. And uh, true to form, the son says, Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'll we'll forgive we'll, all we'll, of we'll this. We'll go with that, actually. Yeah. Just for a plastic as, toy. As long as I get some shit that I don't need, it's fine. But is there anything more Christmassy than that, Ken? Or more of an insight into parenting than buying them off with a toy? It's worked for me. Tell me, what do you want?
0: I want the Turbo Man accent figure with the
2: arms and legs that move and the boomerang suitor and the rock and roll jetpack and the
0: realistic voice activator that says five different phrases including, it's... Turbo time! Accessories sold separately, batteries not included.
1: He says Ted's fat son Johnny is going to get one, and so is everyone else I know. Whoever doesn't is going to be a real loser. And Arnie says, Well, that won't be you, Jamie! And then slaps him across the face. To the ground. And yeah, and then they hug and everything's fine because he's promised to get him a toy for Christmas, no matter all the missed recitals. (laughs) Yeah, that's how easy it is to buy off kids. Brilliant. Yep. Cut to Howard and Liz, they're getting ready for bed with Howard telling her how much he and Jamie bonded over that turbo guy, as he calls him. And that's when Liz asks him the question that kicks the plot off for the film. Here we go. She says...
2: Which reminds me, you got the doll, right?
1: The doll. We get a great shot of the camera zooming in on Howard's face. It's yet another Arnie wide-eyed treat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Boom! Uh I think that should have been his noise he made. Yeah. <coughs> you, know, you know when they put the, the thing on his head at Total Recall? He's like, Aah! that's what he does in this bit now. <laughs> you idiot! You kill us all! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes, apparently he was supposed to have already bought the doll that he's just fucking found out about. He lies to her and tells her that he has, reciting the stuff Jamie told him about it. Even giving his own, it's turbo time impression. It's turbo tits. He doesn't say that really. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever said it's turbo time out loud to anyone, Ken? Maybe in flagrante? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a few times. I thought so, yeah. 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 (laughs) You're damn right, I am. (laughs) In that accent. (laughs) It's turbo time. It's turbo time. And she says, good, because at this point, they'd probably be impossible to find.
2: Mm-hmm. Has
1: this ever happened to you? Your son's asked you for that year's hot new toy, and you were unable to get it for him? Um, Pretty much, I used to just tell him, fucking get what he gets. Yeah. And just be thankful for it, mm. otherwise he ain't going to get shit next year. That's a little insight into the English Christmas, you <laughs> Americans. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. We just go, well, I'll see what I can do. And if you can, nice one. If you can't, you did say that well, we'll see what we can do. Um, I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever I think I've probably ordered something far too late and it's turned up like a month later on. <laughs> I've done that. Mm-hmm. But I have presented them with a printout Ooh, of mm-hmm. the order receipt. Excellent. <laughs> In which case, I think that's me covered. Yes. Nothing a kid likes more than opening <laughs> and a receipt for Christmas. <laughs> I did it for his birthday. Not... <laughs> I just put a uh, FIFA 23 uh, just out of piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously I downloaded it, so it's not real. And I uh, just put "Wow" and wrote stuff like that near it. And I think I also wrote the word "unfathomable." <laughs> <laughs> to you clarify, know. it wasn't just that as the present you'd bought it him digitally that he downloaded. But yeah, it wasn't his, just yeah. a piece of paper. <laughs> I although, although I I did wait until Black Friday and bought it then, so I didn't yeah. actually buy it for his birthday. Well, that's just smart. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. It's marketing. Yeah, that's that's how that's how I make it. You mm. know, that's how mm. I make it in the world. Turbo Man really has the marketing down, though. You know, with you saying that, doesn't he? Because the next morning we see Jamie's eating Turbo Man cereal in Turbo Man pajamas. Mm-hmm. We've already seen the TV show, the toy, and he was reading a comic book earlier. Saturated the market. Turbo Man has. Liz catches Howard leaving, asking where he's going, and he tells her that he has to pick up the doll. How old is Jamie that he wouldn't know that D-O-L-L means doll? Three. Yes. If he was three, that wouldn't make any sense to him. But he's sitting literally next to them and he spells out the word doll instead of just saying, I have to go to the office and maybe mouthing that he's picking up the doll. I've got to go and get the present from the office. I don't know why I left it though, because I didn't even get to see him last night. I could have left it in the car. <laughs> oh. As he's leaving, Jamie reminds him of the holiday wintertainment parade that they're going to later, and that Turbo Man is going to—is that that run by Buster Rhymes? Yes, (laughs) it is. Yeah, in Haddonfield, he's going to be karate kicking his way through the. And uh, he says, "You, we go every year, even though you didn't go last year or the year before that. But me and Mum go all the time." And and uh, Arnie's like, "Fuck you! I'm a busy fucking man." He says, "I'll be there, Jamie. I promise." He's promised him now, okay. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. I've watched the uh, uncut version. Where <laughs> <laughs> he says, fuck you! <laughs> yeah. uh, we get the first look at the reindeer Ted got us as a, as a surprise for little Johnny. He says, Howard, I'm of the mindset that you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. He's a smarmy bastard. <laughs> I thought I it, fucking Ted? love Phil Harmon. He's Hartman. brilliant, yeah. He's so good. Yeah. I... I... <laughs> <laughs> everything he does is like he's oh just, you prick he says uh, and Arnie says so what happens to Blitzen after Christmas and he says which actually made me laugh for some reason when I read it he, he goes very seriously he's like yeah. I've been watching a family of deer down by <laughs> Lake Minnetoka <laughs> of course he has It's said. <laughs> I thought I'd take him down there set him free if nature's kind they'll take him in as one of their own <laughs> Howard tries to pet the reindeer, and it goes to bite him, and uh, clearly doesn't like him. More on that later. Ted asks where he's going, he tells him he's off to pick up a Christmas present for Jamie. Ted makes fun of him for leaving it so last minute, and he asks, "What did you get him? One of those turbomans very good, and he says, "Oh, that's great. I got a turboman for Johnny months ago. it's nestled safely under our tree, he's so fucking yeah, smart brilliant." <laughs> Uh, the first story he gets to, he meets Myron, who's played by Simbad. He's a post office worker who's got a son. He wants one as well. Yeah, it's a it's a big old queue, isn't it? Yeah, there's a big queue, but he's the only person that actually uh, he engages with. Yeah, we get a load of Simbad shtick here—hundred miles an hour dialogue, complaining about his job. He throttles an old woman at one point. Yeah, I, I've actually I've got his, uh, his day doesn't get much better than this. No and I've put it's not actually quite as bad as Ethan Hawke's training day but uh, it's it's <laughs> Damn still, close. it's still a pretty bad day yeah What are your thoughts on Sinbad in this film I thought he was all right to mm. be honest I know he's supposed to be annoying and yeah. and some of his ad libs and you know non-stop shit just, yeah okay But I don't know I I thought he was quite good The version of this film I watched when I was doing my notes is a version i've never seen before with extra bits and mainly it's extra sinbad doing things like what juggling you know when well we'll get to it cuz i've made okay. notes when it happens oh, right. okay uh, he talks about how they advertise these toys to kids which is true you know he talks about like how they like they know exactly how to advertise so the kids want them and demand it off their parents but how it blows him off <laughs> it does indeed. Uh, eventually they get let in and we find out that this is going to be a no-holds barred all-out slugfest. Yep. As soon as that store opens, the crowd storms the door. Uh they run over shop workers, they fight like animals. Arnie he, he gets to ask a uh store clerk. Doesn't he? I quite like that bit. Yeah, I put funny scene with two laughing shop workers yeah. who let the shop in on the joke. And the whole place ends up laughing at Howard and Myron. They're a fucking pair of bastards, aren't they? Yeah, it? I love it. I love yeah. that first guy. I think he does the voice of um, the, in Archer. Yeah, and the, he's in like Anchorman. Yeah, I was gonna say they they they're in other stuff. Both of them. Yeah, and they're always the same fucking repulsive character. Plenty of booster left though. <sighs> the saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, it would have been good, wouldn't it, if uh, Arnie just shot them both? That would have been good. Can <laughs> yeah? yeah. Or just snapped their necks. <laughs> yeah, and moved on. Enough of this shit, anyway. Arnie threatens them until they tell him that a lady in a fur coat got the last one on layaway. Uh, Myron knocks Howard over with a, his bag of mail and heads off to find her, and then Howard uses a little remote-controlled car to trip him up. Yeah, it goes on and on, doesn't it? When he when he picks those two uh, workers up, he's actually like, where's your Christmas spirit? And uh, they both shit themselves. Yeah, fair Literally enough. shit themselves all over the floor. yeah. When he trips Simbad up, he says, Oh, poor baby. I hate that line. (laughs) Oh, horrible. And this is where we get to the first alternate version that I saw, is he goes outside and meets Lisa Simpson. Uh, Yerdley Smith, who does the voice of her, she's in a fur coat, because they say a woman in a fur coat just left with the doll. And she asks, um, he he says, uh, I have a favour. She asks if he wants her phone number. Have you ever seen this version? What the fuck are you talking this about? This is the version I watched when I was doing the, my notes. She asks if he wants her phone number. He says no, but instead offers a $300 for the shopping bag with the doll inside. She agrees and gives, gives him her phone number anyway and walks off. And turns out that in the bag is Booster. What the fuck? Yeah. No. Booster's in the shopping bag and he says, I don't want Booster. And uh, throws it in the trash. Instead of just taking it getting like, well, that's another thing to add under the tree, he just fucking throws it in the bin. That's not... That's not... And then it cuts back to the version that we know, where he's chasing that woman in the car down the street. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. I, couldn't, I was watching it like, I have never seen this scene before in my life. Nah, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, if you're driving, you look in your rear view mirror and Arnie's chasing you, <laughs> you probably would drive off at speed. It'd be worse if it was Robert Patrick. That's true. We get a montage of Howard going to various stores to see Turbo Man is sold out. We see Turbo Man the motion picture is playing at the cinema. We get a shot of Howard punching a cardboard cutout of uh, Turbo Man only for it to bounce back, so he starts beating it up. Uh, then we get we get a cut back to Howard's house. Liz is baking cookies. Mm-hmm. Little Jamie and Big Fat Johnny are playing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are we allowed to call him that? I've called him already. <laughs> <laughs> and Ted is just basically sleezing over Liz, saying that she should go and take a shower. Yeah, he's like, you, what are you, Mom of the Year? Because like, you're slaving over a hot stove on Christmas Eve? He tells her that she looks like she could do with a little me time. And as Ken says, sends her up for a shower. He says he'll watch I the kids. I think he's suggesting meat time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> M-E-A-T, meat Thank you. Uh, the way he undoes her apron by sort of reaching around her, and when he hugs her, you see, like, rolls his eyes. God, that's fucking sleazy. I love Beautiful. it. Beautiful. He tells her he's got everything under control, and she's like, "Oh well, uh, for the cookies." And he like recites the. He's like, "I know, I know, golden brown, take out in fifteen minutes." <laughs> she was, she's there going, "Oh, Ted, what a great guy you are." She leaves. He goes to pick up a cookie, gets burnt, and then shouts at the kids in the living room. Yeah, well, they are fucking arguing aren't they? yeah they're being little dicks Yeah, he says shut up you little dicks <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been good wouldn't it yeah. especially you you fat fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah Johnny a uh, great scene now as Howard rings to speak to Liz and Ted picks up the phone making groaning sounds after trying one of the cookies Liz has made uh, not sure if your neighbour looked like Arnie, you would antagonise him the way Ted does. No, I'm I'm pretty sure you wouldn't. <laughs> if your neighbour was six foot fucking five, whatever he is, an Austrian and massive. To be honest, I would be avoiding that house. Yes, you would every, be... At all costs. You'd be chatting up his wife while he's out. No. He says, I need to speak to my wife. Could you get her for me, please? And he says, I think she's in the shower, Howard. Do you want me to go check? <laughs> and he's like, No! No! no. On your way out, just tell her that I'll be a few minutes late, but there's <laughs> nothing to worry about. It's <laughs> uncanny, kind of it really is. Oh, she won't worry. I'm here," says Ted. He moans again about how good the cookies are, and Arnie gives us an amazing line read.
0: Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the recipe from Les. Put that cookie down
1: now. Who told you you could eat my cookies? Put the cookie down! Now! <laughs> Superb. Uh, Ted hangs up anyway. And yeah, Howard... yeah, enough of that shit. Howard bumps into Myron again on the street with the postman eager to call a truce and team up. Howard declines, saying he wants to go and do this on his own. He backs over the police motorcycle. Yeah, because uh, Myron confronts him about it over, and uh, they overhear that uh, Toy Works has a late delivery of the Turbo Man dolls. Holy shit. Uh, They jump in their cars. Arnie uh, reverses back to get out of his space and he knocks over a motorcycle. A motorcycle belonging to Officer Hummel. It's the same guy. You broke my little mirror. (laughs) Is what he says. Myron drives past asking the officer if there's a problem and laughs in Howard's face as he drives off. Son of a bitch. We cut to the Mall of America in Minnesota and we have the store owner using a loud hailer to speak to the crowd, telling them each person will get a numbered ball and the numbers will then be drawn out in a lottery fashion. Whoever has the number gets to buy a Turbo Man doll. Yep. And due to the laws of supply and demand, the new list price on each figure just doubled. Son of a bitch. Supply and demand, Ken, you got to get it while it's hot. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, oh, you should know that. He sells mattresses. He exactly. Knows exactly what that's all. About. He just gave three hundred fucking dollars for booster, so he shouldn't be upset by this. The crowd soon turn ugly, trying to get a ball, and the staff end up just throwing them in the air. We get slow mo of Howard and Myron trying to uh, get their hands on some. The toy owner gets taken out. There's a guy, the guy from November Rain video. He goes flying through the <laughs> wedding cake. He's Through a cake? Yeah, <laughs> not sure what that was doing there, but <laughs> through he goes. Crowd surges. Uh, comedy violence. Uh, classic lines. Myron even hilariously shouts a Rodney King reference. Yeah, because he gets rugby tackled. Yeah. Cause... Oh, it's very, very funny. Yeah, because Myron pepper sprays Howard in the face, yeah. which is <laughs> a bit OTT, but there we go. No, you've got to go. It's toys. Yeah. Howard shouts that Myron has two, gets rugby tackled, does the Rodney King thing, and he lets go of the ball that he's got. That starts bouncing away, chases after it, it goes down the escalator and lands in the pram of yeah. a it child. Just, it just bounces absolutely everywhere, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like the entire mall, that ball just bounces and everyone's like, hmm, no, whatever. Yeah, it lands in the, the pram of a child who's way too old to still be in a pram. Yeah, she's like about fucking 12. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is she doing in a pram? Anyway, yeah, she is. Um, she takes it with her and... then. She goes through like a jungle gym thing and and Arnie's like chasing her through this. It's like soft play area, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. Uh, She ends up going down the slide into the ball pit. Arnie follows her. He reaches for her. He tries to tempt her with uh, one of his balls. And uh, as he reaches for her, he ends up getting attacked by the moms. Yeah, because he's uh, he's like a comedy pedophile, isn't he? Yes. Where, Where they all just hit him with handbags and he'll just go away. Yeah. You know, not like a real paedophile where he's probably just shot dead. No. There's nothing funnier than a paedophile in a Christmas film. I don't care what you say.
0: Hi, little girl. Look what I've got for you a shiny red ball.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, actually, uh, in his defense, he does say one of my favorite lines of the whole (laughs) film, which is actually his, his accent. He says. I'm not a pervert. I just was looking for Turbo Man (laughs) doll. Which is not a real sentence, but uh, fair (laughs) dues to him. And they kept it in. I like it. I like the way he delivers it. I I really liked it. And um, my son, I I keep mentioning him, he'll expect royalties. Um, He actually gave me that in a Christmas card that he'd made at school. He had like a media studies or something on the computer. And his Christmas card to me was uh, Turbo Man. (laughs) And inside it just says, I'm not a pervert. (laughs) Which I thought was a lovely touch for Christmas. Oh, beautiful. Yeah.
0: Ah, I'm not a pervert. I just was looking for Turbo Man doll.
1: And then it segues into an incredible Jim Belushi cameo. Superb. Yep. Who, of course, was uh, in Red Heat. Yeah, He's been in three of Arnie's films, hasn't he? Yep. Red Heat, Jingle All The Way, and The Last Action Hero. Superb stuff. Yeah, so uh, Santa, he takes Howard to some dodgy warehouse out of town. Uh, The guy at the gate has a Santa beard and a hat on and a tat dog with reindeer antlers, which I I enjoyed. And once we get inside, we see a load of people dressed as Santa. We see elves as women that are dressed as Mrs. Claus. And this is like some sort of dodgy toy-making operation. I mean some fair, kind. fair play to their dedication that they're all dressed up yeah, in I'm... a in a like private warehouse. In the cut I watch, Jim Belushi and the rest of the warehouse give us a rendition of the little boy that Santa Claus forgot. What the fuck are you talking about? He sings it.
0: Have you ever heard that song? The little boy that Santa Claus forgot?
1: No, I can say that
0: I have. He's the little boy that Santa Claus forgot, and goodness knows he didn't want to lie. I'm so sorry for that laddie. He hasn't got the daddy. The little boy that Santa Claus. For God Very moving.
1: Uh the elf comes back from um, he goes back to when he says, Oh yeah, I'll buy it. He, he goes disappears off for the for the song, and when he comes back, he comes back with the Turbo Man doll. Opens up the present, finds out when he presses on it that it speaks Spanish. Ay caramba. And once he opens the box, like its head and its arm falls off. It just off. falls apart. Uh, obviously Arnie's unhappy with it. He accuses the Santas of uh, being criminals, being... Sleazy conmen. men. And that's it, yeah. And we end up with a brawl. Like he grabs um, Jim Belushi's beard and pulls it back and lets go and he goes flying away. And he says, get him!" and then collapses, and then he, we get, like, a Kung Fu Santa with uh, candy canes as nunchucks. Yeah, nunchucks, yeah, Yep. Yeah. Then we get a little cameo here, Kenneth. Um, We get a couple. Yeah. You get an uncredited Vern Troyer, and then you get an actual credited Paul White. Yeah. A.K.A. The Big Show. Do you like his line? Nah. <laughs> I'm going to deck your halls, Bob. Bob. And he uh, Arnie's like trying to punch him. No, no, um, doesn't feel it, does he? he? Just shrugs it off. No, he looks tiny though, doesn't he, Arnie? Once once the Big Show's involved, <laughs> yeah, you know, he just look very, very small. Suddenly, he ends up punching Arnie, falls back. Vern Troyer jumps on his shoulders, starts attacking his head. And when Big Show winds up for the big knockout punch, Arnie just ducks down, and the Big Show kills Vern Troyer. Yeah, yeah he just murders him by punching him right in the face with all his might. Yep, across the room, and uh, if the punch didn't kill him, then uh, the landing would have killed him. <laughs> yes, because he goes smashing through some boxes. Yeah, poor poor old Vern Troyer. And then a big brawl breaks out again once he knocks Big Show out with a one punch to the face. Jim Belushi shouts dog pile, they all pile on top of him. And as that happens, the police smash the door down. It's a bust. It is. It's the Grinch. I like that line. Yeah, it's a good line, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shouts Tony the elf. And uh, they all scramble. Yeah. And yeah, you see, like, Vern Troyer running away under the table. The one policeman hits his head trying to catch him. Someone confronts Arnie's He's like, Who the hell are you? Luckily, on the table in front of him, he's got, like, little, like, toy police badges. Which works because he turns around and says, uh, This has got to be the sloppiest operation I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, or something to that effect. That's exactly what he says. Yeah, and uh, then as a go, at him says he's uh, a cop, and they say sorry, sir, and uh, basically that's the end of that. Get your act together and go and arrest somebody. That's what he says to one of them. Yep. and yeah, he manages to get his way out of it by flashing a badge and uh, getting out of there. We cut to Ted; he's handing out cocoa to the neighbors as all the kids pet the reindeer. Johnny tells him that he named the reindeer Ted after his dad, and uh, Ted gives us the, the smarmy, like, little, like, <laughs> like smile to everybody. And one housewife tells, De- tells Ted what an amazing man he is, and she wished that all husbands were more like him. Oh, that's beautiful. Jamie says to Johnny how cool Ted is, and that his dad never does this kind of stuff for him. Hmm. Johnny tells him he never used to until they him and his him and his mom split up and maybe Jamie's parents should get a divorce. Yeah, thanks Johnny. Yeah, thanks Johnny. You fuck. You little fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Jamie runs into the house upset and uh, as he runs in the phone rings, picks it up and it's Arnie. How's Wolfie? <laughs> he says. Hey, Mr. Jacobs. <laughs> um, he's ringing from a diner. He has to speak to his mom. Jamie tells him that he can't because she's next door wanking off Ted. <laughs> Do you get it? Because the reindeer's called Ted, Ken. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. She doesn't he doesn't. So, so Howard thinks Rita Wilson is wanking off Phil Hartman when she's actually wanking the reindeer off. <laughs> So the wife of Tom Hanks is wanking off a reindeer. Yeah, but but Arnie thinks it's Phil Hartman that but she's is, doing. But yeah, oh right, okay. Oh wait, hang on a minute. Oh no, sorry. She's next door petting Ted the reindeer. Sorry, misread the note there. Addie's Tom Hanks. <laughs> Stand down, Hanks. No worries. Uh, Howard unintentionally uh, scolds him about Turbo Man because Je- and to be fair. He does ask to speak to the mom four or five times, and Jamie ignores him. Yeah. Um, I've actually written, uh, Howard shouts at him to shut up about Turbo Man, which makes Jamie upset, but seems only fair. Yeah. Because he does just not stop fucking going on about Turbo Man. Yeah. It's not the point. You've just said my wife's next door having a wank uh, with (laughs) the neighbour. And... All I want to do is speak to her. Stop yeah. talking about Turbo Man, you little fuck. Always keep your promises if you want to keep your friends. Like Turbo Man says, Dad, why, don't, why aren't you more like Turbo Man? Yeah. And he's like, I've spent all day trying to get you a fucking toy. And then he got arrested. Yeah, I've been selling mattresses yesterday. I'm now out the shops. Fucking Simbad's here. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got a cop on my tail. I'm just trying to get you a fucking toy. Yeah. Stop talking about Turbo Man and get me your mom because I've already asked six times and yeah. you fucking ignored Stop me. Stop telling me that your mom's next door wanking off the neighbour. Get her on the phone right now, you little twat. And he replies, What would you know about keeping promises? You never keep your promises, ever. And slams the phone down. Yeah. Which would annoy me, especially if I'd just paid money for that call. Mm. You know, because it's like before pay phone, the, the, the cell phones and all that business. Yeah. You just think, you fucker. Liz overhears this conversation and simply says, Damn you, Howard. <laughs> oh, this is this not a fucking musical? <laughs> Damn you, Howard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as he's leaving, he sees Myron, who's at the fucking payphones as well. He's fucking there, isn't he? Uh, they attempt to patch things up by talking about sort of yeah, old just how stories. Shit, they are of being a dad. Yeah, and how it says, "I can't get a turbo man." Does that make me a bad father? <laughs> Shouting at him for no good reason—that makes me a bad father. He's acting a bit like Van Damme there. Like he just turned up <laughs> and gave me some advice. <laughs> <laughs> Howard tells Myron about the time he built a special clubhouse for Jamie and how excited he was when he saw it and that Howard was the hero back then, not Turbo Man. Can you imagine Arnie building a clubhouse? No, not at all. I'm building a clubhouse for you, Jamie. Here's a little door. I can imagine him carrying a fucking tree trunk (laughs) over his shoulder but not actually doing anything with it. (laughs) Yeah, that's just what he did. Yeah, just carrying it. Myron explains that when he was younger, his father was unable to buy him a Johnny Seven Omar action figure uh, okay. for Christmas, which was apparently a real toy from the sixties. Oh, right. Seven guns in one—that's too many guns, isn't it? A ridiculous what amount could of guns. One's an anti-aircraft t- uh, How gun. How fucking big's this gun? Well, in the version I watched, he went through all seven. Yeah, got well, no. Hilarious results. All oh, right. Uh, one was a cap gun. <laughs> then why he would what need use that? Use is that? I don't know. One was a Tommy gun. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, you get a gun like that seven in one, where you just have seven guns in one. <laughs> it doesn't make sense in one. I mean, fucking the size One's of an a anti-aircraft g- gun. How big <laughs> is this size fucking of a gun? Car. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the fucking holster. <laughs> <laughs> it's only any use if anyone comes to him. Yeah, he can't move. <laughs> can move it. It's yeah. just fucking on the floor. Shoulder holster sold separately. Bullshit. They hear on the KQRS radio station that the DJ is holding a Turbo Man competition. Yeah, and whoever can name all eight of Santa's reindeer wins it. Uh, resuming their rivalry, they try using the phone but Myron pulls the cord out of it and they start yeah, fighting. Hmm. Even though he legitimately got into there first yeah, and then like beat off Sinbad. Um, yeah, he breaks the phone so he can't even enter that competition. Son of a bitch. The diner owner tells them that the radio station is only two blocks away, so off they fuck. They yep. go running towards him. Run. Arnie's like, uh, reciting the... Obviously Arnie's winning in a foot race. Look at him. But he's he's the one that ends up barging into this into the radio station anyway, and ends up smashing the door down to get in. And the the DJ, who's played by Martin Mull, who's the Colonel Mustard in Clue, uh-huh. uh, he calls the police as he as he smashes through. He recites the thing and and wins. Uh, Myron gets their second and uh, threatens to fucking blow the place up because he pulls a little um, package out of his bag, saying yes, that yeah. it's it's a mail bomb. We get hundreds of these through the mail every single day, so he knows which ones are and which ones aren't. But uh, it turns out to be fake because he throws up in the air it lands and it's like a little jewellery box or some shit that starts making playing a tune. So they start fighting and the DJ tells them that the prize is just a gift certificate for a turbo man when they come back in stock. Yeah, so it's not even there. It's not even real. Uh, the police arrive, along with Officer Hummel and Myron. Again, as you get stopped at the elevator... Uh, pulls out another package a bigger one this time claiming this is a bomb as well arnie's trying to escape the other way and officer hummel catches him brings him back and he turns to arnie's like i think he's something like don't mess with me i'm mental or something like that he turns to him, he's like tell him and arnie's like this man is totally insane and he's like thank you <laughs> he puts the package down arnie and sinbad escape Officer Hummel says he's worked on the bomb squad for 10 years. He knows what a bomb looks like, and this isn't one. Opens the package, and it blows up in his face. It actually was a bomb. Yep, you get the comedy uh, bomb disposal guy. He's just like all soot on his face and the spiked hair. That's the uh, classic cartoon version. We get the wide-eyed Arnie, don't we, when it blows up and he's outside. Yep, apparently Myron didn't know it was a bomb either. No, because he's like, there's some sick people in this world. But regardless of that, he's now wanted for attempted murder of a police officer, so... Yeah, all of them. And terrorism. Still never no mind. <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, well, again. Um, at some point, Howard's car's been set on fire. Yeah, he goes back to the diner, doesn't he, now? Yeah. Yeah. Who the hell set his car on fire? Jim Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who owns the diner. Yeah, you break my phone, <laughs> I'll burn your car. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So he he gets a tow truck home. Um, not sure they would tow a just burn, a burnt out burnt a car. <laughs> car <home. laughs> You'd take that somewhere else. Returns back to his house. Um, he's going to explain everything to Liz. But when he gets there, he sees that Ted is in the house putting his star on the top of the tree. Mm. He's obviously fucking angry about this because so that's yes. and he thinks. I know, I'm going to get back at him. I'm going to steal his fat son's turbo mind yeah, doll. because we have a little flashback, don't we? A little flashback voiceover. Yeah, he's nestled safely under our tree. There it is. He says. And as he goes round to Ted's house, we see Liz turns up, tells Ted to take the star down, as that's Howard's job. He's adamant about it, she says. But then Ted says, too bad he's not, ad- not as adamant about spending time with his family on Christmas. Son of a bitch. Oh, man. That's, that's a, a brutal sp- one. spiteball yeah, Spy ball thrown there. Anyway, Howard does indeed break into the house and he takes the toy and uh, as he leaves, I mean, he gets uh, this carol singers or something. So he has to sneak yeah, out the back we, door. Yeah, we get all that bollocks. And as he goes out the back door, he reads the note and it says, uh, To my fat son, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, you fat shit. Yeah. Love from your sleazy dad, Ted. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you weren't so fat, women would not like you as much as they like me. Or maybe it's just because of my massive dick. Yeah. You got your dick from your mother. <laughs> and Howard reads this. Has a change of heart and decides that he can't possibly steal from a child at Christmas, even if that child is massively overweight. What he does do is he just has a shit on his uh He should have really in his heart. I can't steal from this little fat child at Christmas. It's not his fault he's so fat, it's his fucking dad. I will have a shit. <laughs> And he does. And he does. A festive <laughs> shit, though. He puts <laughs> glitter on it afterwards. Yeah, he puts a little, uh, little stick in it with uh, Merry Christmas written on it. Cinnamon stick. <laughs> like in mauled wine. Well, that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> it's festive. <laughs> it's more festive than just a stick, which is what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not festive at all, is it? A stick and a shit? A stick and shit? No, Ken, it doesn't even sound festive. (laughs) No wonder I don't get invited back to Christmas parties. (laughs) Yeah, Ken left us a, a shit with a stick in it. Is it cinnamon stick? No. What a bastard. Yep, that's the deal breaker. Before he has a chance to replace it and escape, he's confronted by Ted's pet reindeer. Who charges at him through the house and unintentionally not? Knock... He's got like wise men and all sorts of shit in his house. He has, yeah, has. he's full on. Isn't he? I like it. He's his like nice doggy. <laughs> yeah, to, to yeah. the reindeer. Yeah, it's not a dog. He knocks one of the wise men over in the house, and his head rolls into the fire, catches fire, and the fucking whole house goes up. <laughs> it yeah. looks like how flammable those uh, wise men are. Yeah, obviously, it's not not worth having them. He, decides, he tries to put the fire up by drop-kicking the flaming head through the window. Yeah. As Ted and Liz are outside listening to the carol singers, he tries to put his arm around Liz. She shrugs him off. You sleazy bastard. They see the head go through the window, and they go in to see what's going on, and they catch Howard with the Turbo Man doll in his hands and the whole fucking place on fire. <laughs> yeah. He's, um, he punches the reindeer in the face. Yeah. Knocks the reindeer out. Mm-hmm. Now, he's got um, he's got previous with punching animals in the face. No, the Conan. Yeah, so he punches a camel in the face, I believe in that one. Uh, in True Lies, he bangs uh, Doberman's heads. Oh yeah, <laughs> well we all would. Yeah, but um, yeah, he, he bangs two Dobermans heads together. He's got a quite a list of animal cruelty. To yeah. be honest with you. Anyway, yeah, so he just punches a ranger in the face. You picked the wrong day, you is what he says. You the wrong dick. Um, this is Ted delivers a line, um, which, for me, is one of the first times people actually acknowledge that Arnie's massive. Yeah, because throughout this film, it's actually crazy that his whole family's English... Everyone else... Sorry, American. Everyone else is American. He's massive and Austrian. Mm -hmm. And no one says a damn thing. His name is Howard Langston. Yeah. It doesn't have an Austrian name. But go on. Uh, Ted actually says, you can't bench press your way out of this one. Yeah. Which actually acknowledges the fact that he's fucking enormous. And earlier on, when he was on the phone um, in the opening scenes, he was on the... um, what the fuck is it called? Oh, the the, the grip strength. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't get that big just on a grip strength. Thing. I did, just the one arm though. <laughs> I swear it was from grip strength Popeye. machine. <laughs> Popeye arm. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Popeye arm is what you were called. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, it's one of the few times that people actually acknowledge that Arnie's massive. Yeah. In everyday life. Yeah. So well done. Well done to Ted. Yeah, it's because they, they sort of confront him and Liz is like, it looks like you're broken into our fucking neighbor's house and are stealing presents from under the tree, which in fairness is exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And she says that her and Jamie are going to the holiday wintertainment parade with Ted and fat little Johnny. We'll see you later. To be honest, Liz isn't helping. Any of this, mm. like from 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 a man's point of view, Liz just deciding that that's what they're going to do instead. Why don't you just go alone with Jamie? She's like Ted drive me there? Exactly. Yeah. See now, now that doesn't have to happen. She probably can't drive. Why not? You ever seen her drive? Why can't she? Fucking I've seen her drive. work or drive. Just Tom is fucking wife. She gets lifts everywhere. Yeah, but not with Ted. Not with <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so she you don't have to go with Ted. Everyone's going to go to there anyway, right? So everyone's already there. Why don't you get fucking look with someone else? In the car, Jamie asks his mom if his dad is going to be at the parade. Uh, I wouldn't count on it, honey, she says, glancing at Ted, who glances back and like, knowing, like, a little nod. And uh, Fat Johnny says, which was actually one of Ken's films, wasn't it? Oh, Fat Johnny. <laughs> 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 he said... <laughs> yes I thought so it's a series um, he says hey Turbo Man's going to be there you can always count on him you can't count on your dad but you can count on a fictional character who will never actually he's not fucking it... real yeah <laughs> uh, meanwhile we cut to Howard he's broken he's drinking beers with his new best mate Ted the Reindeer Drowning his sorrows. And uh, he goes to reach for another one. He pours one in for, you know, do you want another one, Ted? My new best friend. Ted, maybe me and you should get an apartment together, is what he says. He goes to grab another beer, and as he does, he spots on the wall the drawing that Jamie did at the start of the film when they were arguing about belts of the family. And uh, decides it's time to start keeping his promises, starting with the promise he made to be at his... Uh, to be at the parade with his family. He says, You need to drink alone now, Ted the Reindeer. <laughs> and off he fucks. Uh, meanwhile, the kids, they dart out the car because they're going to go and meet a friend uh, to get a good view of the parade, leaving Liz and Ted alone in the car. I get flashbacks to Cool Cat's Parade as I'm watching this parade going on here. Got it's ninja, pretty impressive. Ninja Turtles, Cat in the Hat, so a box of crayons. Far... But, yeah. Uh, Ted attempts to make a pass at Liz, telling her that she deserves better than Howard. Yeah, Ted's a uh, full-on sleaze overload and this bit, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, this is the classic, I'm a good guy, but I'm also a cunt. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you be with me? I'm such a nice guy. All that sort of shit. He says that they can't hide their feelings for one another anymore. And he says to her that he's a very eligible bachelor, and lots of women would give anything to be in her position right now. Howard, he sees this from a distance. He's like stroking her hair and shit. Um, That's Ted. Yeah, he sees uh, Ted stroking her hair from a distance. He runs towards as if he's going to pull him out of the car and beat him to death. But unfortunately, he runs into Officer Hummel, who's bandaged up from his uh, run in with the fucking bomb earlier. Yep, he spills coffee all over him. Yeah, scalding hot coffee all over him and has to leg it the opposite way. Can I just point out that. He'd have probably at least been given the rest of the day off, wouldn't he? Oh, if he got so blown off com- by the cops. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> at least this, the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, he's just exploded. He's just been <laughs> bombed. <laughs> so he was like, well, as long as you're okay, bandage yourself up and get back out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good he work, He wants to be in the officer. parade. <laughs> yeah, but it, anyway, you know, he's still on duty. Yeah. I kind of think he wouldn't be. But, you know, I don't know the protocol. Not these days. (laughs) And, um, yeah, but he is still on duty anyway. He chases him. Ends up, Howard, in a costume department. We get a little bit of um, first-person camera where it's like somebody there saying, oh, finally, you're here. And uh, we don't understand what the fuck's going on. It's all disorientating. But um, there's the guy in the booster costume. Yeah. Chain smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, throw some racist remarks out. Yeah. Which I believe is edited out now from the TV version. Oh, really? I think so, the yeah. Think dog it... in a China yeah, shop. Yeah, he's in Chinese uh, references. China... Yeah, sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant, I yeah. believe, is the line, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because... Um... He, he manages to get away from Officer Hummel because Officer Hummel runs into a fucking bus. <laughs> so there's another, probably a concussion there yeah, for the man. Yeah, he's not having the best day, is he, really? Yeah, he, he's basically... When he goes in, he's he's told that he's he's basically mistaken for the as a replacement for the actor who played Turbo Man on the float. Uh, he gets rushed into the suit as the stage director tells him about the changes to the jetpack controls. Meanwhile, Ted and Liz... Ted tells her that the time for talking is over... And he leans in for a kiss, only for Liz to hit him with the thermos of the eggnog Oof. that he brought with him. Jeez. Have you ever been hit with a thermos of eggnog? Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Not nice, is it? It's quite enjoyable. Okay, then. And then she exits the car and he le- and she leaves and he says, well, that probably didn't go quite as well as I'd hoped. Yeah, a little one-liner there. Yeah. And before Arnie can say anything, meanwhile, back at the thing where he's getting dressed up, He's literally like drop kicked into the float, and he gets bought and he looks fucking superb as it Turbo does, Man. I am surprised that he never played a superhero. I know he did like Mister Freeze in Batman, but like he's like an actual like you know being the hero himself. But I suppose uh, the superhero films weren't like massively popular in his day, were they? Really, except for like Christopher Reeve Superman films. And... Oh no, he couldn't have been Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> He couldn't have been Batman, he's too big, but I'm surprised he didn't do uh, any any like superhero film, really. I'm pleased he doesn't. Mm. Yeah, because we saw Stallone with fucking Judge Dredd. Jesus. Well, and he did Samaritan. Oh, is that a recently. superhero film? Yeah, I didn't know it was when I watched it. but I yeah. didn't know it was either. Yeah, I thought it was all like, did comic book stuff at the beginning, and I thought, okay, right, so this is just the legend, but he's actually just a vigilante guy. No, he was actually a superhero. I was like, oh, "Fuck off! I ain't got time in my life for this." <laughs> anyway, he gets the opportunity to pick a child to present a. He's uh, like a limited edition Turbo Man doll that like pops up out of the ground. Yeah, he's waving that all over the shop, isn't he? Yeah, he's just happy, just waving that, just like showing it to everybody. Now that's that's the the toy, not his dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depends what version you've watched. I seem to have watched the extended version. (laughs) Um, Look at my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Booster. Look at it. Yeah, you'd cut that microphone, wouldn't you? (laughs) You were running the tannoy. Sinbad, come and kiss my balls. (laughs) Come on, do it. Myron, Myron, look at them. (laughs) Swinging back and forward, Myron, just like we talked about.
0: It's alive! It's alive! It's alive!
1: Yeah, anyway, yeah, so he's decided that what he's got to do, he's got to pick a child out, and uh, they're going to win the special edition Turbo Man doll. Again, this was something that my son pointed out. Um, wouldn't you be gutted if you were a kid that the float had already passed? Yeah. I mean, who, I mean when when did they get to make that decision? 'Cause surely everywhere else would be abandoned and that everyone would just be where that bit's gonna happen. I think it was a surprise, wasn't it? No one was told that they were oh, handing sure. that out. But yeah, but in that case, even more so upsetting. Yeah. That you'd been there and then like just driven past and then suddenly right now, whoever wins this, you are just like, What the fuck, man? I've been there all day. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's tough shit. But um, yeah, you never guess who he chooses. For little fat fuck Johnny, nearly. Although Ooh. he is waving like a mad fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually points at the kid next to him, uh, Anakin Skywalker, and shouts. Jamie! server man knows my name. And uh, just runs up onto the float for some more waving. Yeah, he very, looks at his mom happy. and she's like, I nearly got sexually assaulted. And then he runs off onto yeah, this float. Yeah, by this fat kid's dad. Yeah. Yeah, they all go. <laughs> I like how no one recognises this is his dad. He's the only one with this accent in the whole fucking town. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. it looks like this or man? Or America. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Um well thankfully all this schmaltzy schmaltz is uh halted because there's uh, dementor turns up and somehow even though we saw how like howard suddenly became um Turbo Man, what we don't see is how myron suddenly turns out to be dementor yeah, well we get some tints around the actors neck don't we well he's yeah, on we, the roof yeah we we do get that apparently he's tied him up yeah. but but yeah why would he even bother to get dressed in the costume no idea but anyway, it's it's pretty admirable to be honest with you. He's going the extra mile. He's a fucking lunatic. he yeah. really is desperately trying to get this toy. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, so he kidnaps his child and runs <laughs> off with him. So he just abducts a child now. Yeah, Booster confronts him, I like him, he's like uh, this isn't part of the script and Myron says, "You know what Booster, no one likes you." And punches him off the float and Booster's attacked by kids who also oh, hate him. Yes. It's a it's it's, it's the, a harsh indictment of sidekickery. Yeah. What I liked, I liked it when he he runs off. He he uh, runs full tilt into a somebody dressed as a Christmas present. Yeah. And just shouts, "Get out of my way, box!" <laughs> yeah. I always like that. Yeah, Jamie kicks him in the bollocks to get away from him, doesn't he? Just to round off the taglines from earlier, kicking the bollocks. Yeah. yeah Keywords. Nice yeah. And all the crowd think this is part of the show. Yeah, and i tell you what, what would you do if you just abducted a child trying to steal a toy, um, blown up police, um, and basically just committed every crime you can? You would head to the a very, very tall building and try and climb it, much like King Kong did. Yeah, because Jamie's like, I don't know why they end up just, they're on the roof of a massive building, but that's not high up enough. They have to climb up yeah. on this ornament. Yeah, they go even further high. Yeah, onto this—it's like a tree ornament that when once. Myron gets on as well to chase him. It snaps and like like nearly falls down, and they're both hanging off it. Arnie decides now's the time to use his jetpack, and uh, yeah, yeah, he, he discovers that his costume has actually got a real working jetpack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, we heard earlier from the stage manager that. Thank you for filling in for whatever his name was. This, uh, you know, no one foresaw the tragic accident and he actually showed some brain function this morning. So that's a good sign. So (laughs) he does, he uses a jet pack and goes high up into the air and he has some struggles with it, to put it mildly. Yeah, it's a little bit of comedy, isn't it? It's a little bit of manic style. I think we may get the open eyes. Oh, yeah, my, before the he wide falls. eyed Arnie is again as he falls back to Earth from space, apparently, or, or, or whatever. Yeah, um, I'm sure people would have died during this bit where he's just like flying around the place and <laughs> all that shit, but uh, never mind. Um, he finally gets the hang of it, as uh, everyone often does when they've suddenly got a jetpack. They suddenly become uh, absolute masters of the art and Mm. fly around perfectly. This Um, is cool, (laughs) I think is what he says. All right. (laughs) And Myron, who by now is probably looking at life in prison, is my note, Mm -hmm. uh, decides, once he's chased you, once they're hanging there, he decides now's the time to steal the doll. So he grabs the doll from Jamie's backpack or whatever the fuck he's got. And uh, Howard turns up and uses his boomerang knocks Myron, hits him in the head, he falls down and lands on the police float that we saw earlier. There was a police... The police float was like policemen standing on it, like saluting, and then one policeman on a trampoline doing tricks. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was all that about? Yeah. But yeah, he falls down into the policeman's float. He's no use on the beat, that guy. No. By the way. Maybe it's uh, Jim Carter himself. Unless he can just bounce. Maren shouts out in joy, he's happy that he's finally got a Turbo Man doll, but unfortunately the whole police force, including Officer Hummel, points their gun at him uh, and he's arrested. Uh, Jamie, meanwhile, loses, shame, it? L- loses his grip and starts to fall, but Howard flies in and saves him. Thankfully. Jamie thanks him for saving his life and Howard tells him, you can always count on me. Yep. Jamie, of course, doesn't realise that it's his dad, even though it looks exactly like his dad and sounds exactly like his dad. He's not wearing a mask. He's got a visor, like a tinted yellow visor, and his yep. whole face is still yep. visible. Well, you know. He lands down and hands Jamie over to Liz. Jamie excitedly tells his mom exactly what happened, but then he gets sad that his dad wasn't there to see it, saying that the last time he spoke to him, Jamie yelled at him and he's probably mad at him. Yep. Turbo Man tells him that his dad isn't mad at him, and in fact, Jamie's his all time favorite person. <laughs> A number one customer. <laughs> and Jamie says, How do you know? And That's he says, incredibleness. Well, Jamie <laughs> takes off his helmet and reveals himself <laughs> <laughs> to his child. To his child. He tells them that he's sorry he's neglected them lately, and he promises to be a more present husband and father. Uh, they also that they love each other, and Liz seems to have a Turbo Man fetish because uh, she seems to want to fuck Howard now he's in the Turbo Man costume. Yep. she says, moo, "Howard," moo, moo, moo. which should be difficult because there's no real—it's like orifice. He's got <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop saying orifice in the <laughs> middle of stuff. <laughs> Um, There's no little like rubber orifice for the, the <laughs> costume. Is that what you're saying? No. Oh. Orifice is a hole. That would mean she'd be fucking him. That's what. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. Well, I don't know. I don't know how Turbo Man goes. I'm not a toy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have a look. I've got me uh, me pop Turbo Man here. That's true. Ken's bought with him. I have. I brought a prop. Funko Pop vinyl of. Actually, on the front it says "Howard as Turbo Man," doesn't it? It does, yeah. Vinyl figure, uh, number one one six seven. Is he got a little butthole? Let me have a look. <laughs> um. Yep. <laughs> yes, it does. Thought so. I'll be fucking that later. <laughs> it's
0: alive! It's alive! It's alive!
1: Ted reappears asking Johnny, little fat Johnny, what the fuck's going on, you fat fuck? And he tells him that Howard is the real Turbo Man. <gasps> and Ted uh, grabs him, tells him, we've got to get the hell out of here. And they run off. Uh, Myron, he is led away um, until Jamie stops the police and says, wait, wait, wait. Gives Myron the Turbo Man doll um, to give to his son and says he doesn't need the toy as he's got the real Turbo Man at home. Beautiful. And Arnie laughs. Ha, 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 Myron. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Isn't that beautiful? Um, Even though, of course, uh, Myron is unlikely to see his son for about 30 fucking years. Yeah, and the rest. After being arrested for all kinds of charges. Trying to kill a child, uh, terrorism, uh, man, uh, attempted murder of a police officer. Yeah, many, many police officers. Uh, but still, here's a toy that you... Almost certainly not allowed to take anywhere near a prison. Yeah, because Officer Hummels turns up and he says he has something for Jamie. Gives him the Turbo Man doll back, and then Hummels turns to Turbo Man and thanks him, saying they could do with a guy like him on the force. And he turns around; it's Howard. Officer Hummels shocked at seeing <laughs> him, apologizes for the the bike, the coffee, and the bomb. Much yeah. to... Um, and for nearly killing him on three different occasions. Much to uh, Liz's um, confusion. She's like, what the hell do you mean? Uh, Amara apologises for um, everything that's happened. He says to Jamie, and Jamie's like, oh, it's cool, man. It's all right that you nearly killed me. Yeah. It's, it's okay, though. You just go to prison and uh, potentially be killed. Yeah. In prison. And Howard's declared a hero, and he's crowd-surfed away. Jamie shouts, that's my dad! And Howard's like saluting the crowd. Everyone loves him. Fuck you, Jamie. (laughs) Uh, Cut to them at home. Uh, It's Christmas Eve, and uh, he puts the star on top of the tree. Everyone's happy. That's beautiful. Liz says that uh, she's so happy that Howard was willing to to go this far to get him a present. This is uh, post-credits now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, because she has gone so far to get Jamie a present, she's just wondering what he got for her. And then we get the same wild-eyed, shocked expression from Harney. I got it. uh, It almost looks like in um, Total Recall, where his eyes actually pop out of his face. It's almost like that. It's the closest he's ever been to actually having eyes pop out of his face. Yeah. Setting us up for a sequel that we'll never get. The end. (laughs)
0: It's alive. it's alive. It's alive.
1: It's alive. So you spoke a little bit about it, Ken, but tell me tell me more about this connection that you have about this film. Um, no, I I agree with a lot of Myron's blatherings. Um I think he he's, he's got a point. You know, he's a common man, he's down on his luck, he's struggling to get by, hates his job, he's got a bad life at home. Um He's got observations on the state of the world are true. Um, and this is his one shot to actually do something that's right. Howard, he's rich as fuck. He's just misses his son's karate class. That's it. That's his backstory. Absent um, absent dad, yeah. Yeah. He's like but we're supposed to feel sorry for him all yeah. the way through, not Myron. Myron's mm. like the irritating one, even though that's his life. Although, to be fair, Myron does commit multiple cases of assault. Um, yeah, I was going to say, he's the one that's... terrorism, yeah. uh, attempted multiple homicide of the police, uh, abduction of a minor. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it, this one? Yeah, I mean, the thing with like Myron is he's like the, the working class, isn't he? Like the dad who's down on his luck and needs, you know, just... Seems to be like fucking up all the time, and Howard's like middle class, but at the same time, he's an absent dad, isn't he? That needs this to—that's mattresses. T- well, exactly, yeah. He everybody needs, needs mattresses. He needs this to win over his son. Yeah. So you know, they're but <laughs> w- w- they're coming from different class systems, but they they both have the same issue: is that their kids are disappointed. Basically, with Basically, basically, what we're saying is Christmas fucks everybody. Yeah. There we go. Sets high expectations and you've got to meet him, or else you're the fucking worst parent in the world. Yeah. No matter where you're from or what you do. Yeah. If you're a workaholic dad who's who's working all hours under the sun to maintain he, the he, house that he, you're in. He can't in. be there. He can't be there with his uh, his dedication cannot be mattresses. It's he's not... got he's got that job to feed his family, to look after his family. Yeah, he's he's not there specifically. Look, I don't care about my family as long as you've got your mattresses. Yeah, that can't be the way. It's, it's got to be working. commission based as well. I would have thought two hundred mattresses on the twenty third of December is a nice little paycheck That's in January. shit. I mean, come on, Mister Jacobs. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell are you doing, ordering them then? Yeah, he's got to be looking for January sales. That's Jacobs. what I mean. Jacobs has got to be looking for the for the month after. Yeah, in which case, though, why don't you order them earlier? Well, I mean, Arnie's happy to take them. <laughs> of course, he is. This is number one customer. But, you know, you still got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. If Jacobs is ordering that many uh, mattresses on the 24th. Yeah. How long would he have to wait? Oh, we don't know because the office is closed. Yeah. But closed until the 27th at least. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, it depends on what time the delivery is. I don't know what the delivery schedule is. People of the bad movie court. Do you know the delivery schedule for Mister Jacobs from Jingle All the Way? Let us know. Badmoviecourt@gmail.com. Yeah, I, I, I can feel from his point of view. It's not because he loves mattresses. It's because he's trying to make money for his family. We 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 see no evidence that the wife works. Maybe she does, but she's she she's baking cookies and she's always at home from what we see. So but all, then it is Christmas, so she might be off yeah, from work. Yeah. But even so, you know, I mean you know they're, they're they're used to a certain lifestyle they're in a nice neighbourhood and that's through hard work and I'm sorry if now that doesn't fit into because you've got a kid but you know oh, Arnie's still got to work he's st- there's still demands on him someone's got to exactly so I think we're being too I think everyone's too hard especially the kid he's too fucking demanding this kid he's too needy what the fuck does Ted do for a living rapes women <laughs> I think
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> it's alive it's alive it's alive
1: Okay, so we're cracking on with the film pitch. Um, We might sound different. (laughs) This has been recorded online. Uh, We're not in the same room as each other. The wonders of modern technology. So if you do, it does sound a bit different. Uh, That's the reason. Yeah, we were in the same room for the episode, and uh, then Dom kicked me out. So uh, so now I'm at home. (laughs) It happens, you know. Yeah, sometimes you've just got to kick Ken out of your house. It's just ha- the way it is. And I'm more than used to it and uh, I don't take it personally, not anymore. <laughs> so anyway, uh we left last year's uh, film pitch was Christmas what was it? Chris Nosferatu. Christmas Yes, Christmas Ferratu. Uh, epic vampire Christmas sprawling Nick Cage. Um, and other people. <laughs> um, yeah, without looking everything up, I'm almost certain Carl Weathers was in it. Yeah, so if you do want a refresher, go back and listen to the film pitch at the end of the Santa with Muscles Christmas episode from last year. And I think you should, because, yeah, we, we, we're going to crack straight on. It's, it's a direct sequel, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed. And uh, we left our hero stranded on the roof of the, I think it was a children's. Youth Offenders Home it, or yes, something like it was, that? Yes, yes, yes. Juvenile Hall. Yes, yes. Uh, juvenile Detention Centre. Chris Ferratu, uh, Nick Cage. In full glory. Leading uh, a uh, like Pied Piper swall of children uh, all turned to the dark side and uh, continuing his Merry Path for Christmas Night. Yes, and... Uh, it- It left Fine and Dandy on the roof with Carl Weathers, watching helplessly as they went into town on Christmas Christmas night. Whilst Fine and Dandy were themselves in direct peril of rape. (laughs) Christmas rape. (laughs) Christmas rape from the chief. (laughs) Which, in his defence, he laid out fair and square, <laughs> right at the beginning, his expectations, solve this, or he would rape us. Yeah, we knew the consequences. We yep. accepted them. Yep, we were staking out a chimney for some reason, instead of taking it all seriously. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's what happened. Yes, yeah, so I've listened back to it. It was quite a twisting, devastating uh, tale of dread, horror, and impending rape. Did we set a fire to Warwick Davis? Uh, oh, I'm not sure if it was this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know I mean, we, in real life. <laughs> I, know, I, I know I've definitely asked if we can in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Although now with the new Willow reboot, I don't think he'll be up for it. Is this film following on instantly? Are we watching them progress towards the town? Uh, no, I, I think we get, we get the flashback. I think we get a... Um, Maybe a previously, or we don't actually say previously because that would make it a, like a series. TV show. Yeah. yeah, so so we do get flashbacks, um, maybe just like um, mind mind farts, and then fade to black of bits that were happening. You know, because we had strobing, we had strobing, and everything. We had a real big budget on that one. That was a Christmas spectacular. So uh, it's kids so, in it. We start the new one. The opening credits are perhaps where the last one ended. Then we get the credits. Christmas for 2 2 slashed into the screen. The two can be slashed in, or they could be um, vampire fangs. Mm. And the two, yeah, I like that. Yeah, and it could be blood dripping from the fangs of mm. Christmas for Yeah. It's a positive start. I don't know where it's gonna go from here, but <laughs> just, <laughs> you know. I was thinking Christmas for r two should have a um another like little minion. Why don't we just call it Christmas for our two and it be oh. a two instead? Then we don't have to do any of that business. Superb. Like it. How about that? Yeah. Right, I think my my bit's done. Over to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, Clear. Yeah, so I think yeah he's going to have another minion to replace Warwick Davis. because He'll need one. Um, maybe Clint Howard. Clint Howard no, definitely's his... in it. Is he in that first one? Oh, oh I can't remember that now either. Probably. <laughs> no, I don't think he is. No, I think we we're Warwick Davis. Yeah, we'll have we'll have Clint Howard in this one. Welcome back, Clint. Yeah, he plays darker hue. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, he's dressed as the you know the Christmas elf, a bit darker. but darker, but a shade darker. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and the green's a bit darker, the red's a bit deeper. I like it. Can it? Can he explain that to the uh, to someone as well in character? I think I, I think he always tries to, but everyone just walks off like no one's interested. <laughs> Okay, Can, um, I bet you're wondering why, like, why I'm called darker hue. You see, and then they just walk <laughs> off. <laughs> could he? Uh, could he spell the hue? H-U-E. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. To also like you know link that on, link it all together. Is is this so? So when is this set? This this next one? Um, I, I think my my original plan was two years later. So we don't go direct. It's the same night, like Halloween 2. We actually just skip a couple of years. We haven't got to explain what happened. Obviously, we're not still getting raped two years later, so that's that's covered no, That's too much. It's too no. much, that is, yeah. Yeah, as I said fair play. He laid that out, but not, not a two-year rape ordeal. No, although we still haven't solved the case, though. That's the thing. No we 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 haven't no. Um one actually just one one year later. We can't have two years because that would be another christmas where it's possibly happened again. Yeah, cuz he, he 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 uh he attacks every christmas time doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. So so we'll have to we'll have to go one year. We'll have to go one year because I'm not accepting that we've let another year happen without solving the case. Yeah. This is the very next year he's come back. What about the 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 papers and everything's just saying about like how The whole of the um, children's juvenile thing just all disappeared without a trace. Carl Weathers blames vampires. Uh, We've lost our jobs over it. We're doing this strictly without the backup of the police now. We're sort of detectives. Are we we private dicks? Yeah. We're public dicks, even worse. (laughs) We are if Carl Weathers gets all of us. Yeah, Carl Weathers has been sacked as well, so it's the three of us. Without the badges oh. to back us up this time, hot on the heels of darker hue, <laughs> Christmas Ferratus in slumber, getting ready for the festive period where he's going to be coming back. But in the year uh, leading up to it, Fine and Dandy have, have lost their their jobs as has Carl Weathers and been replaced by a brand new chief. What? You yeah. have a brand new chief. Who's the brand new chief? Um, who would be a good police chief? Carl Weathers again. <laughs> Just in a wig. <laughs> yes. Female. A female police chief. Nice. How about that? Yeah. I know who it is. Who? It's Queen Latifah, isn't it? Oh, not again. I'm sure we've had her before as well <laughs> as the fucking police chief. Yeah, well, she's in. <laughs> okay. She's in. Carl Weather's that... out. Queen Latifah in. is that her name in it? Police Chief Queen Latifa? Yes. Okay. Yep, I'm writing that down. She's good. She's in. And a cup a couple of hot shot dicks that have taken over fine and dandy. Yeah. Um they're both called Dick. Yeah, it's Dick Suicide is <laughs> one of them. <laughs> yep. And uh Dick Plop is the other one. Dick plop, yeah. Okay, he's in. Who's, who's playing? Who's playing Dick suicide? Um, Which is an awful question to ask. Ben Affleck. Yep, I think he'd do it. Mm. Who's playing Dick plop?
0: <laughs> Me every single
1: doing? Christmas. Ken, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> We get in for that. There's only one name that comes to mind when I think of Dick Plop. Go on, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly is uh, detective and, material, isn't he? Up and coming. <laughs> now we need. What about uh, Mark I've ri- Wahlberg? I've written him now. Uh, oh yeah, Mark Wahlberg and Ben Affleck, or, or Ben Affleck's uh, husband. What about him? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I've written, you've, I've written Danny DeVito. Then I've written Mark Wahlberg. Now you want me to cross them both out and write who? Who would you? Who can you see as as PC plop? They don't call PC over in America. Oh, Dick plop, Dick plop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> much more sensible. <laughs> Fine and dandy, and suicide and plop. <laughs> Going head to head. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, go on, Matt Damon. Why not? They've they've got a certain uh, chemistry, haven't they? Yeah, the two of them. Af- Af- Affleck, Affleck and Damon. They're both in. Wow, this is star-studded, isn't it? This sequel. Yeah, Ben Affleck can direct if he wants. Seems to enjoy that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who's directed Carl Weathers? Yep. <laughs> as, as he does all of the films we make. He's in charge, mate, isn't he? Yeah, that's true. He's the real chief, no matter what Queen Latifah's badge says. Yeah, so we're, we're after uh, Darker Hugh and the rest of the vampire. You know, so we need evidence because, like, it just totally cleaned that place. There's no sign of the burned corpse of Warwick Davis. That Little Warwick. Yep. yep. Um, there was uh, there was a hell of a lot of blood though, if I remember rightly. I did all we gone. Did, we we did, what? Well, oh damn! Did we do burn the whole place down? Is that why it's all gone? No, it's just gone. Oh, okay. So we just cleaned the, everything the, up. Someone cleaned it all up. Not us. That'd be ridiculous. We we <laughs> cleaned up evidence <laughs> that would exonerate us. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't yeah. think this one through, boys. Says Carl Weathers. Yeah, as, <laughs> as he undoes these trousers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was a massive fuck up on our part. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think it's like you know, uh, it's it's this is going to be much more, much more cold weathers for your book. Much more. Well, you couldn't get much more fine and dandy. But uh, no, especially as nobody really wants to see us in these anyway. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> this is a Carl weathers vehicle. This one. This is all Carl weathers. It's Carl Weathers butting heads with Queen Latifah. If that don't sell it, it, then get the hell out of here. Whilst also giving a reach around to Nicolas Cage's vampire. Yeah, who's going...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is that what he was
1: doing in the last one? He was, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With his arms outstretched, floating about the place. That's him with his tiny Santa hat. Yeah, there he is now. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we know he's on his way. Yeah, we could just hear it in the distance. What's the plan then? How are we going to uh, capture this fuck? That's that's one of the lines. I say, that's what. <laughs> it's, it's good dialogue. I mean, it's it's like honest, isn't it? It's honest dialogue. That's what Fine says. And um, um... and that's what and, and that's what you say. That's your reply. Yeah, and I say I don't know. You say that's good dialogue. That's honest dialogue. And Carl Weather says, Shut the fuck up, you two. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Why are we all living together in this station wagon? <laughs> oh, we must have a van. Oh, yeah, we've got an RV. We all live in it. Yeah. Kind of look that's... for darker hue. Yeah. We've got loads like, of pictures uh, of darker like hue. In. No, darker hue. Oh. <laughs> Darker, darker hue. Where are you? That's what, that what we sing as we drive around. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Carl Weathers sings as he's driving us around the place. Yeah, so we're in the RV. You know, we've got the old picture up of darker hue in various towns and cities. You know, he's he's on the beach. <laughs> I thought you were going to say in various poses. <laughs> and in various poses, yes. There's one of him on the beach. Yeah, having an having a ice cream. Yeah, and he's got like um, Christmas for r um coffin just next to him on the beach. <laughs> it's propped into the hammock. Yeah. It's because he's the undead. Doesn't mean he? he can't go on holiday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's one of them on the, uh, on the roller coaster <laughs> with it. He's taken all these. <laughs> he's put them yeah. on his social media. Yeah, but who's taking them? If he's in them all, <laughs> who's he got taking them? He's got one really long arm, I forgot to mention. <laughs> that makes sense, yes, you're right. I'm going to have to digitally add that to him. You have to wear a green sleeve on his arm. <laughs> yeah, green sleeves. Can be the music played every time he has a photograph. Every time he has an ice cream. Yeah, he was in the film, The Ice Cream Man, of course, Clint Howard. Oh, yeah, nice little nod to it there, his then. the finest hour. Yeah, so, so um, yeah. that that that's the only way that um, Christmas Nosferatu can even be in a photograph. That's that's why he keeps taking him with him. Yeah, he's got the coffin on the beach with him. Yeah, because otherwise uh, he won't he won't believe he's been on holiday at all. And yeah, I guess it's uh, we, it's sort of a race against time to try and get Clint Howard's is character. He, is he going back to, for, for more kids? Is, yeah, um, every year, it's yeah, a different but so, town. I know every year. It's the it's the year after, so it's it's the next year. Yeah, but he's been doing it every year, is what I mean. Yeah, but we we were not party to that before now. No, well, you were. <laughs> you just didn't <laughs> I think should, about investigating I should, it. I should have said something, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are we? Are we still in Haddonfield? We can't still be in Haddonfield, are we? Are we? Is that where we, it was set? I believe it was. Yes. What the fuck were we doing? Because we got promoted, didn't we? After solving oh. the little Michael Myers case. Of course, yes. So um, um, we um, we can't be now be because Queen-, Queen Latifah's in charge. Oh yeah, it must still be in within jurisdiction. Yeah, unless but the next I, town I, is is Queen Latifah and the, no, the two I, detectives. I, th- I think it's because he feasted so well. Um, he's not moved on like he usually does. He's stuck yeah. around because in Haddonfield there is an inordinate amount of naughty children. Yeah, that's, and that's true that's why he's well. still here. That's why he's still here the next year. How have we not been able to find fucking a guy dressed as an elf in Haddonfield for a whole year? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we got sacked. Because <laughs> he's a uh, darker hue, isn't it? Have seen where Carl Weathers goes and speaks to Queen Latifah and tries to get her on, on board with what he's, the, the theory? Oh, I think we could do, couldn't we? That would be a good scene, that. She calls in suicide and plop to throw him out. Yeah, and he calls in fine and dandy, and we, we have a standoff. We were not allowed in because we don't have clearance. <laughs> <laughs> just outside, <laughs> he's just like, "Do you think I came alone?" And then turns around to like to as if for me and you to turn up, and it's just empty, <laughs> nothing there, and we're we're cut to us just sitting on the <laughs> on the curb outside. <laughs> yeah, just trying to get in, and it was like, "No, <laughs> sorry." <laughs> That's a shame, isn't it? I was gonna say it almost makes him look silly. And Carl Weather just gets thrown out of the window into the into by the, <laughs> the... <laughs> by suicide and plop, lands in the dumpster. Oh man. Comes oh. out with a banana peel on his head, you know, the classic. Yeah. And then just sort of looks at the camera and goes. <sighs> He's like, fine and dandy! <laughs> shakes that his so ev- I mean, that makes everything sound it's okay, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> That's why he's not bothered. <laughs> Maybe Carl Weathers, you know, he's got history with Queen Latifah. He just he just wants her just to just just to check out the grotto in town, get suicide and plop down there just to check it out. And if he's wrong, then he's wrong. He'll never bother her again. Does he say all this? Yeah. Wow, that's very, uh, he's, he's the bigger man. And he'll stop raping her detectives. <laughs> he's not raping Plop. <laughs> <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> they need their own spin-off, they do. <laughs> Get a franchise going. Uh, so if she does, she says, okay, for old time's sake, I'll send in suicide and Plop. Having, have, we'll have Fine and Dandy meet him there. Yeah, you, you, you send your men and um, debrief on the scene. Excuse me? We're taking our <laughs> pants off. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time, would it? <laughs> if Ben Affleck and Matt Damon told us to take our pants off, I think I probably would. So is this grotto going to be the, the vampire? Is it another? Is it mistaken or? Um, I think it's just a grotto. And we, we, you know, and they say, "Right, the hell are you guys? You don't know shit." And it's because we've you gone to the wrong one. You know shit about shit. Yeah, you don't know dick about plop. They say <laughs> to each other and us, <laughs> and, and it turns audience. out yeah, it turns out it's it's the grotto next door that's the real one, and oh, we've gone to the wrong the, one. Yeah, across it's, the really, road. Yeah, there's two grottos, isn't there? Yeah, unless we go to it and it looks like a normal grotto, and they're like, "We're there. we're out of here," and then the the friendly Santa turns out it is Christmas for R2 in disguise. What well, he takes off a mask of a normal Santa, and underneath he's got his evil Santa. Yeah, he's he's, he's skinned the normal Santa, and he's wearing the and skin. he's wearing it as like a a, a cover. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, we'll run with that instead then. But uh, suicide and plop, they've already left. Well, they're, they're just getting towards the end, exit when they see us come running out, being chased by about fucking 50 kids. 50 kids? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like vampires, and they're all crawling, like all, all up the ceiling on the wall. Oh, well, not again. Fucking hell, yeah. we got the strobe lights as well. We're doing the strobing. Yeah, got to have a little call back for the fact. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a particular highlight, wasn't it, of the previous film? Yeah, okay. That's so what they're, you know, like, they're like little spider monkeys, these little shits. Yeah, yeah, with with, with strobe shit going on as well. And um, is that disabled kid, is he still there? Yeah. What's so he's still doing nothing. Mm. Just laid there. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they bothered with him, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's what Nosferatu says to <laughs> Clint Howard. Yeah, just before he goes off for slumber. Yeah. He's like, what'd I, you bring him for? I bet you're wondering, Master, why I'm called Darker Hugh. Do you notice anything <laughs> about what I'm wearing? And then like, what's he Cage doing just pops off. Yeah, he's like, what's <laughs> that one doing here? That's what he says, because he can't even move. What you brought him for? I guess that means that suicide and plot, believe us. Got to tell Queen Latifah, it's fucking true. It's all true. I think they try to, but they are, are dragged back into the grotto. Or they try to, but Queen Latifah's a vampire. What the fuck? They they go up and tell her it's all true, all of it. Okay, the whole wait, business. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. They try to tell her over the radio. She's there just like, what? I can't hear you. What the hell's going on? And they get Speak like, to me plop. Yeah, and they get <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get me Plop. I need plop now. <laughs> Uh, and, <laughs> and she, brings a toilet in she she shouts across the office she's gonna say she shits herself <laughs> she will do before the end of the film <laughs> queen latifah would you like to be in our film you're gonna end up <laughs> shitting yourself by the end of it yeah, it's a christmas only, film only at the end she'd be like okay yeah as long as it's the end yeah yeah it's not in the middle it's not like a character arc. No. Of course not. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she doesn't it's learn it's anything it. from it. <laughs> doesn't make her a better person. <laughs> Apart from not shitting yourself, what could you learn from it? <laughs> not doing it again. <laughs> it's a bit of a difficult arc, isn't it? That <laughs> Sometimes you've got to learn these things the hard way. As we did at the end of the last one. Unless, of course, she shits in a difficult arc.
0: It's alive! It's alive! It's alive!
1: Uh, uh, where do we get to? Queen Latifah, right? Yeah, Queen so Latifah's had... just had a shit. <laughs> Not yet, she hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do spoilers. <laughs> she's having a shit Not later on. She's going to have a shit later on. She's uh she's currently uh being told by uh, suicide and plop. They're on the on the on the blower saying that uh, oh they we're under attack, we're under attack. She's there saying, I can't hear you, I understand what you're saying, it's cutting off, you keep cutting off, and there's loads of noise. And uh, they get killed, suicide and plot, they get dragged back into the grotto. And um she deletes all of that message. That's what about cloak. us? So are we just standing there watching that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant <laughs> Can we not try heads? and help them? No. <laughs> We've gone off to get a toffee apple. <laughs> yeah, we're on the um, the arcades. <laughs> we're on the dance mats. <laughs> we're we're play- <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we're playing Street Fighter, but yeah, we're on the dance mat ones. <laughs> Why not? High score. Yeah. High score incoming. Yeah. Carl Weathers is on the, um, what's it called? The test your punch bag strength thing. Oh, yeah, I'm winning every time. Yeah, of course he is. Okay, so we've just let two people, innocent people, who are the only people that could prove our uh, our innocence, uh, our story. It, we've well, we've not let killed. them. We, we were just, we were oblivious to it. If they'd have listened for the entire year prior to this, we wouldn't be in this situation, would we? Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah. So Queen Latifah, she turns out to be in cahoots with uh, Chris Nosferatu because Is she neighbor. another like helper like Clint Howard. Yeah. So she she deletes the audio of she's Clint um, Howard's wife. <laughs> Jesus, imagine that! Imagine them two. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So um, yeah. So she deletes. <laughs> she deletes the audio at like the pause there, as you did imagine it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and um, as, as she deletes it, maybe her eyes could uh, gleam in a vampiric way. Is that what, something like, that happens to their eyes? Maybe she could get headlight eyes like the guy from Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> yes, that'll do. Really she bright. Walks down. Yeah, she's in, like, her office at too, too the dark. Bright. Yeah, and then she that's how she leaves the place. Or she hovers out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> or just fucking jumps through. <laughs> There's a Richard <laughs> Dreyfuss. It's, I think it's a bit obvious, though, isn't it? I think we're going to go for subtle, because nobody knows yet. That's true. That she's in cahoots to suddenly just smash herself through her own window. <laughs> A <laughs> bit, yeah. bit of a giveaway, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Assuming other people are on duty as well. So we we don't know then, do we? We don't know about... No, no, uh, that's the either. point. No, we don't. Does no, Carl we never Rogers find know? out. No, no, nobody ever finds out. Oh, great. Or she's <laughs> just not in it again. <laughs> not till next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so how, how do... So it, does it get to Christmas... Uh, Christmas Day or Christmas Eve again, and he comes out Christmas for our for his big swoop of the town to for kill big, the his big barbecue feast. Yes, yeah, he's got all the kids as well coming out to help him. Yep, he's he's heading off back to um, he's going back to juvie. He's going there again. I don't know. Working Are we still time? waiting by the fire? <laughs> We're still watching the chimney, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it could so... be a misdirection. <clears throat> and the, the audience thinks we're doing the same thing. But when some of the kids, because he's told Clint Howard, like, you know, they're going to be waiting there again. They come in and it's, it's dummies. It's not actually us. It's our stunt doubles.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> in by,
1: Spaceballs. Played by two Mexican men. Cheech and Chong, yeah. Yeah, both of them, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, That's that's definitely happening. So where are they actually going, then? Who, fine and dandy? No, yeah, yeah. So where, where are we? That Where are we really that we know they're going to be to solve uh, this? It's at The arcade on the dance mat. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's heading to the arcade. No, no, we just really like that dance mat thing. Oh, right. Oh. And you just turn to me and like, should we be doing something? <laughs> and then, yeah, and then our money runs out. The lights go out. Vampires. Vampires attack the arcade. Why not? That's where naughty kids hang out, isn't it? The arcade. Yeah. Well, they did in Karate Kid and all that sort of exactly. stuff. Exactly. They I did, I did when I was a naughty child. I was always and then, are they, oh, so they're attacking both the arcade and the children's home? Yes, because there's many more of them. This is, this is less subtle, isn't it, than just a, a locked down juvie hall. Now it's out public. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's it's an all on f- full massacre. Jesus Christ! It's because he's he's you know last last year he got away with it, so he's a bit more brazen. Hmm. He's been getting away with it for years and years. Time immemorial. You saw on like um, Renaissance paintings a vampire in a tiny Santa hat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Leonardo de, uh, DiCaprio's paintings. Yeah, yeah, he did did some as well back in the day. Okay, so so we uh, what do we do? We save the day, or is it is it like the townspeople? Do they help with the arcade? Carl Weathers is obviously there. Carl Weathers is there. Uh, direct You weren't traffic. you? Uh, weren't you some sort of vampire expert in the last one? Uh, you yeah, I, I, did, I did. I did research. Didn't I, the same day. Weren't you into the arcane and dark arts? <laughs> got my hands burned. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I, I know all about it, and I know exactly what's happening. And, um, yeah, and I say, so this is no good. You know, cause that's how much I know. <laughs> what's everyone's being slaughtered. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> nice yeah. one, Dandy. Yeah, because I've, I've done the research, haven't I? So I know <laughs> this that is that's, no good. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> Or oh, again, real dialogue. I said, "Oh, this is awful." <laughs> yeah, well, so we like staking these fools and and holy water and all that shit. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, like in um, was it day shift, the Jamie Fox uh, movie about vampires that recently came out on Netflix. I've not seen it. You're not seen it? No. Got bloody big Scott in it. Is it any good? Yeah. It's about vampires. Yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, nice. What happens there then? <sighs> oh yeah, just let's just <laughs> copy that. Why what does he do? Um he's a, a vampire killer. So we, we just do like martial arts, vampiring and, and shit like that. Yeah, that's what we'll do in the arcade. I mean, can we get uh the, the Nazarene brothers as they're known in that film? We can get them in just for a little cameo appearance, because everybody wants to see more of them. They were fantastic yeah, in that film. Yeah, they weren't in it enough. Yeah, well, they're only in it for a cameo with us. Yeah, exactly. Are they on the dance mat? Uh, yeah, they're on the other dance mat. They're beating our score because they're Yeah, we they're have a dance artists. off with them. Yeah, they're martial artists and they've got the reflex. Yeah, so, so we have a yeah. dance off with them. Fine and dandy win. And after that, Carl Weathers, two stakes from behind. What? Kills them. No, they're not vampires. No, oh, are they not? No, they're vampire killers, the same as us. Oh, well, Carl Weather just killed them by mistake then. <laughs> 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 fucking hell, Captain. <laughs> what you it's doing? What we say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> just beheads them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't see him in the mirror. But we're in the yeah. arcades. It's the, fucking, it's the funny yeah. mirrors, isn't it? Yeah. It's the funny mirrors. You're not supposed to see him. Jesus yeah, then he gets Christ, really worried Jesus. because he looks in one mirror and his torso isn't there, it's just his legs and his head. <laughs> yeah, and he thinks his torso is a vampire. <laughs> yes, tries to st- we have to stop him from stabbing himself. <laughs> Turn into a bit of a liability, only this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's lost his job. We're well, lucky he hasn't at his own hands. <laughs> he will do if they've gone out of that mirror. The next one he looks in.
2: <laughs> Jesus. Uh,
1: God, Chief, come on, calm yourself. All right, so he's killed her there. He's killed the only hope that we perhaps had. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They were only a cameo. We couldn't afford him for the whole thing. We spent it all yeah, but, on Ben uh, yeah, Affleck but, and Matt Damon for three yeah, scenes. But they were supposed to have a big spin-off and make, like, films about them. We've killed them. Yeah, They were, the best. They were, the, they were the best thing in that film. I will say, Ken, not us, Carl Weathers, we're in the clear. Oh, I don't know, man. I might have to take one for the Chief on this. <laughs> we took one from the Chief last bloody Christmas, not doing <laughs> it again. taking one from him. <laughs> oh, well, um, oh, well, that's a shame. That ended uh, differently to how I thought. And then I guess, like, is it the big boss battle at the end of the arcade? Is that going to be against... Suicide. Oh, I wanted to spit off suicide and plop, and you killed them too. So, all right. Are they dead, or did they just get dragged away? They can still be alive. Okay, so those are the two. What? How they, do they, can they, survive? Be, uh, they can be because um, they can be encased in uh, like a a chrysalis jelly. Yeah, being preserved. What is Matt Damon a moth? Yes, he is part <laughs> moth. <laughs> Every time the fucking lights on, he comes into the room. <laughs> yep, <We're> to- <laughs> totally the opposite of uh, of a vampire. So we know he's okay. <laughs> We're in our RV going over the plan with Carl Weathers, and you just see him hitting his head against the fucking window. <laughs> yeah, because because we-, we turn the light on to have a look at the map. <laughs> <laughs> he just runs into the van. That'd be so fun if you put the light on over the table and we just see Matt Damon turn up in the background, but no one says anything. No one acknowledges it. Yeah, that's because we don't know until now. We don't know that he was part moth all along, <laughs> <laughs> even though he's got wings. Dick Plop is half moth. Who'd have thought? <laughs> yeah, there were rumors and there's, there's graffiti. In the in the station, but uh, nobody in the believes toilets. it. Yeah, nobody believes it. Dick plop is half moth. You read that when you're at uh, when Queen Latifah's having a shit. She reads yeah, it. She's shitting everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when she pieces it together. <laughs> not so it, not, but... not the shit. She, she, <laughs> she, 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 she's there piecing the shit together, thinking. Yeah, hey, that's a, a f- what a but festive uh, image. <laughs> Queen Latifah Queen... in her own shit. <laughs> Queen Latifah elbow deep in her own shit. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Matt Damon's part moth. <laughs> We've killed the, 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 the <laughs> We've two killed characters. We've killed the Nazarene brothers, <laughs> yeah, who we hoped would get their own franchise. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't even know what happened to Ben Affleck. He's still there. What? What's he doing? Is what well, is he? Is he like part bat? No, no, that's Batman. That was his. He was that was another film he was in. Oh right, okay, yeah. He's I just Ben confused. Affleck.
2: Oh, right. Well, that's. He's called
1: Dick Suicide because he can't. If he kills himself, he regenerates. <laughs> what well, by his dick? Yeah, he, yeah <laughs> shoots himself in the dick, like in fucking Invasion USA. <laughs> yeah. Comes back to life. <laughs> Why would he keep doing that? And how yeah, the he hell like, did he find that out? So, Matt Damon flew away once uh, <laughs> the vampires got him, and then Ben Affleck shot himself in the dick. <laughs> Why? Why would you shoot to, yourself in the dick just, everywhere? So, so so that he wouldn't get bitten and turned into a vampire. They just left him because he's dead. They don't drink dead blood, do they, vampires? Why shoot himself in the dick? That's That's what... Makes him regenerate. If he shot himself anywhere else, he just yeah. But how does he know that? Well, it was an unfortunate accident once. Well, he accidentally shot himself in the dick. Yeah, he was spinning, spinning his uh, gun around his finger. Oh yeah. Accidentally, like pulled the trigger. Oh. It was Halloween, dressed as the Milky Bar Kid. It's a coincidence, isn't it, that he's called Dick Suicide? <laughs> <laughs> the chances of that. Uh, yeah, you're right. Let's scrap the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, he's not even in it. <laughs> yeah, it's just Matt Damon, and he's an actual moth. Yeah, he's a he's... full moth. Not yeah, even a moth. In no. fact, Matt Damon's not in it either. It's just a moth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Queen Latifah's best detective. <laughs> They've replaced <laughs> Fine and Dandy with a moth. <laughs> Well, we didn't crack the case, so why not give a moth a chance? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Queen Latifah says. It's
0: alive! It's alive! It's alive.
1: No, Ben Affleck and Damon are in it. All oh, right, OK, sorry. I've Dick recast- Suicide and Dick, Dick, Plop. Dick Plop. They they survived because they're the most expensive actors in the film and we can't have them get killed. OK. We asked them, we thought you were dead, they say nope. And that's it. We move on. <laughs> no, we're not. And we say, okay. Yeah. Nice one. Carl Weathers checks them for bites. <laughs> <laughs> thoroughly. Very thoroughly. Yeah. And then we off we go to the uh the children's juvenile place for the final showdown again. <laughs> again. Cheech and Chong have been slaughtered in our <laughs> of place. Of course they have, hey? they the know decoys what the fuck's going on, do they? <laughs> I didn't even notice. Uh fuck it. And uh, then what? Thus thus making the vampires slightly disorientated due to the tainted blood of Cheech and Chong. Yeah. Isn't that a soft sell song? <laughs> yes, it is, yeah. So I guess uh maybe Suicide and Plop they can kill uh, Queen Latifa. Yep. Their old boss, once we find out that she's there. She turns up and tries to pull a fast one on us, saying, Oh, I've come here to help you guys and then attacks us. Yeah, because she- and she's covered in shit. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was the first thing that we... Why are you covered in shit? But anyway, um, Clint Howard gets killed by Kenneth B. Wilde. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, Clint. How do I kill him? Uh, a gun. Fair enough. That'll work. <laughs> How would you like to kill Clint Howard? Have, have you ever thought about it? Um, Bazooka? Yeah, why not can I bazooka him yeah maybe he could do like you know like the monologue in um, Blackadder between uh Ade Edmondson and Rick mail yes could he could he do like a, I've longed for this moment yeah like, you may be wondering why I'm called dark <laughs> <laughs> if you notice my and as he says that he just explodes yes. he goes into all of that and I just uh, <laughs> meanwhile I'm setting up a bazooka and a rocket launcher and I'm loading it right in front of him.
0: Notice the know...
1: darker pick the darker shade on my lapels. <laughs> <Yes. and> then... <laughs> of course, the word hue, H-U-E, which is how you spell my name, refers to the pigmentation of colours. And then just gets yeah. blown up. And then I just blow him up. Yeah, perfect. It, it's a way to go, isn't it? It's not very nice, but I think it's uh, fitting. And then whilst um, me, you, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are fighting the fucking swarms of well, saving the kids that are in there and fighting the swarms of infected kids from the year before, Carl Weathers against Christmas Ferrartu, one on one. Yeah, and um, who wins? Carl Weathers wins, almost gets to kill him, but uh, Queen Latifah appears and shoots Can, Carl uh, Weathers. Queen Latifah's now uh, part melted. Yes, not like not the sure guy why. from Robocop. Yeah, I don't know why, but she maybe is. we maybe uh, Affleck and Damon threw her in the fire yes they could have a fight and uh, yeah he nearly kills Christmas forr2 but Queen Latifah saves him at the last minute Carl Weathers kills Queen Latifah and Christmas Ferratu escapes but on his own yeah c- can the kids all come back to normal the vampire yeah. kids yeah, only if Christmas for R2 dies, which he hasn't. Yeah, yet. that's what I thought. You see, I thought he was going to die, and I thought they'd all come back and we'd save the day and all the kids. Nah, I suppose though it's only part two, isn't it? You know. Yeah, Christmas for R2. he has to get. Obviously, the sun's about to come up, so he has to escape. We got a whole another year to try and fucking stop him again. Have we attached a uh, a GPS beacon to him before he leaves? No. That would have been a good idea. <laughs> some one one of us says, because one of us got one and just and just forgot <laughs> to do it. One yeah, he's attached it to uh, Matt Damon by mistake. <laughs> he flies then off into the, the nearest light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah we're follow- opposites. We're, we're following the beacon and we get into a room. and It's just Matt Damon just headbutting a light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> the end. <laughs> damn it plop (laughs) It's it's alive it's alive if you enjoyed the podcast and are wondering how to support us all we ask that you do is please like, follow or subscribe to us on whatever platform it is that you listen to us on and if you can leave us a rating or review it's a massive help in getting us found by new listeners and that keeps the podcast going we cannot continue if you don't keep giving us reviews and getting us found by new listeners We just can't, Ken. I won't do it. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on the podcast on our website. That's www.badmoviecult.com We'll be back next week where we'll be doing the top five and bottom five of films we watched in this year of 2022. That's exciting, isn't it? It's exciting for me. I can't believe we're going to whittle it down to just five best films <laughs> and five worst films. It yeah. seems impossible. No, I think if anyone can, we can. That's excellent. Yes. Just want to say thank you all for listening to us over this last year and the year before that. It's been two years that we've done this podcast and uh, it's. I'm very happy to see the fact that it's grown and we've got more listeners every single like year and month and whatever. So just a heartfelt thank you from myself. Can you got anything to say about that? No, no, he's not interested. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course I have. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. It it really does mean quite a lot. I, don't, I I'm not sure if I can say anything that sounds sincere. No, no, we better leave it. It, it, do, at do, that it does sound sarcastic, but no, thank you, thank you. It, it does because uh, we just talk shit about films, and uh, if we weren't recording it, we'd still be doing it this would be the exact same conversation just without the microphone. So So, uh, thank you for actually listening to it. Absolutely. And uh, I guess all that's left to say is thank you for listening to the Bad Movie Court podcast. We'll see you next year. Yeah. Merry bastard Christmas, y'all. And a happy new year. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, you freaks.
2: Damn it, plop.